The Pinball Network is online. Launching Triple Drain Pinball Podcast. Tom, you ready? Yes. All right. Thanks for being here, Tom. Thanks for being here on time. Thanks for being professional. Thank you that all your audio equipment works. Thank you that you look great. Your video's on. You. you sound great. Thank you for all of that. You're welcome. Travis, thanks for doing literally none of that. Maybe poor man's podcast will let me on. <laughs> all right. Here we go. We. We're three guys who like to talk pinball, so we came up with a clever name. We're Joel and Travis down who talk pinball, and we call ourselves Triple Drink, Triple Drink, Triple Drink. We're Triple, Triple Drink. Triple well, Tom, first, first of all, I feel like I need to apologize for your ears because I had to turn up my headphones to hear Travis. I know you turned up your headphones to hear yes. Travis. And so we just played the theme song and that was very loud. Um, so Travis, thank you for the permanent ear damage that both of us just suffered. Um, what is going on, Travis? Why, why, do you, why do you suck at technology? Like in every way. <laughs> you know, my producer isn't here, so they're on vacation. <laughs> and that's the only excuse I have. So we, we've been warned that, well, for first off, his audio is very quiet. Why is my and, audio so low? I just now noticed that on the, on the waveform. Because like, what, we've told why? you your audio is low. <laughs> we, that's why we both turned our headphones up to hear you. Yes. And the, the listener won't know that because I will, I will adjust all this in post. But audio's Good. Travis is barely coming in. Audio's, wow. Travis's audio is barely coming in. Not to mention his video is not coming in at all because this dingus doesn't even have a camera. Nope. Nothing. Nope. I just got little old piddly waveforms showing up. I don't know. I'd say it's the best you've ever looked, but it's just, it's, you know, it's not like we just spring this on him. We don't say, hey, we're going to record in five minutes. He's known about this a few days, and this is the professionalism he's bringing to the podcast. <laughs> this is, this is, Tom, Travis my is the only. My headphones are going to go out if we don't start. It's yeah. going to happen. I'm telling you. <laughs> Travis talk is the, fast. He's the only one of us out of the three that is actually creates pinball media as his job and he can't show up to a podcast in any professional manner. I don't All understand it. Stuff is at my <laughs> office. That's my excuse right now. Right, 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 right. All right. So we're just going to dive in short and sweet. So listeners, we're going to do just a real quick catch up what's happened in the last few weeks with, with us. And then we're basically, it's going to be Toy Story the whole time. So if you don't care about Toy Story, oh God. So the one, the one visual big Woody has, by the way, is his name is Travis can, <laughs> Travis just can raise that. his name. I'm, I'm trying to fix my mic. Just ignore it. I you didn't mean to, to raise my hand. You don't have to raise your hand to fix your mic. I'm God. not trying to raise my hand to fix my mic. I'm just mashing <laughs> buttons and I just happen to accidentally hit them. This is what I have to deal uh, with. I people. highly doubt uh, mashing buttons is going to magically solve your problem. <laughs> you know what? It's worked in the past. So I'm just going to try oh, anything. Lord. I'm going to take the cartridge out and start blowing on it at this rate. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, Joel, so that's a Nintendo reference. I, oh, I absolutely remember. Do you know blowing on it? It's not actually blowing off dust is what cleans the cartridge. It's actually the moisture in your breath that inc- improves the connectivity between the cartridge and the Nintendo. That's Ooh. what fixed it. Yep. Well, no wonder Tripod yep. Tom never had an issue with his <laughs> Nintendo. I never had a Nintendo. Oh. Aww. 
You missed Is that out. why you get I, all the LEs now? You're just uh, like I always picked the wrong childhood? system when I was a kid. I think I had Turbo Graphics 16. One of those, yeah. Were you a Sega kid then too? Yeah, I had Sega yeah. Genesis. He, he probably had a homebrew pong, I bet. Parents <laughs> <laughs> just gave him two not. paddles and a ping pong ball Commodore and he just had to hit it back and forth. All those, uh, yeah. Well done. Thank you. All right, so catch up, real quick catch up. Um, we actually got a few emails about, so first off, appreciate everybody that sends us, whether it's a Facebook message directly or to the triple drain at gmail.com. It is just triple drain at gmail.com, right? Yeah, yeah. triple drain. Triple Jane at gmail.com. Thank you for those. We had some really good feedback, and and a few of them were about GNR. There and and I it sounds like Guns N' Roses is a very polarizing pin. You know, there are definitely people that loved it, then kind of grew out of that, other people that hated it, then grew into that, and then other people that have just been they just don't care. Um what I wanted to bring up is last time. Tom and Travis were kind of giving me a hard time that I was in love with GNR. Oh my goodness. GNR was incredible. And I will tell you a hundred percent when I got this game, the unboxing experience was fantastic comparing this brand new GNR LE, the powder coating, the Invisiglass, all the toys, everything that's in that game, the light show, it, it just blew me away with how much was in this game and i was comparing it right next to a deadpool premium that i've had powder coated and it was just like holy crap there's so much in this game then i start playing it and the the immersive experience the call outs the music the light show everything was awesome pin monk actually sent me a set of the the flipper cooling fans so i have those on my game um i also had a guy the never drains never drains with a z had sent me a kit with his upgrade to basically make the LE like a CE. And I've just, because of the flipper fans, I was able to keep my flippers nice and snappy. I had no mushy feeling with the, with the flippers. It just, I will tell you the first two, three weeks of me owning this game, I was just in love. I was just absolutely in love with this game. Not only that, I was just like, holy crap, like JJP, this is like the screen, the other screen and the thing, like, this is amazing. And if Toy Story is as good as this game, like I'm screwed. I, I I can't, I can only fit four games. Like part of me was like, do I need to buy this game from Zach? And then not only that, do I need to start saving or preparing myself to buy Toy Story? Am I going to be like, am I going to shift my entire collection to JJP? Like that's how, these were the thoughts that were in my head. Like I was blown away, blown away by the experience. And I was warned, like I was kind of warned by Tom. I was kind of warned by Travis. Like they both had really great initial impressions. They absolutely had really great initial impressions. And then it kind of fades away or it wears off. And um, I mean, Tom, we talked about this a little bit before we were recording because we were waiting on Travis. And mm-hmm. uh, so you you agree, like your initial experience with GNR was similar to what I just ex- described, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then what what happened? Like how long or what changed? It took one day. One no, just day. Kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just yeah. kidding. Oh, no, boy. it took a yeah. it took a couple months. But uh yeah, eventually, you know, new stuff comes out and uh you you push the other game aside and start playing the other games. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what 
did it for me, and this is what I'm saying is I, I feel like I'm officially out of the honeymoon phase with GNR. But what is do- what what's done it for me is streaming the game. I've streamed the game now probably four times. First time I streamed it was just like discovering the game, like just being blown away by things and, and having chat tell me about the patches and having chat tell me about, well, you should do this and do this and, and realizing the depth that's actually in that game. And I came away from that stream. I was like, this is incredible. This game's incredible. Then the second stream, I, it was kind of like, all right, that this game's actually really fun. But the last few times I've streamed it, what I've found is it is very kind of rinse and repeat. Like it is very much, you have the build phase before the song. And then you have the song. And sure, every song is different. Depending on what you want to do, the songs are a very different experience. But as soon as you get out of that song, you're back to square one. You're back to the build phase. You're back to doing the same thing. How many balls do I want to lock? Do I want to be grabbing patches? Do I want to maximize this multi-ball? How far do I want to push this? Oh, I only pushed it. I'm only going to go to three ball. Let me get back in. And it's just like to realize to play this game for two plus hours straight, it's just build phase, song, build phase, song, build phase, song, over and over again. And yes, there are many wizard modes. Well, you get welcome to the jungle too at some point and all that. Oh, the like as one of the songs or is that? Yeah, yeah it's it's one of the songs. Well, you welcome could. to the and jungle. Do you the want so- me to sing it for you? Oh, please do. <laughs> yeah. I would no, I don't want us to get DMCA'd. No. Oh, right, right, right. That'd be right, horrible. Right. But... The songs are great. Like, don't get me wrong, but it's the build phase. It's like you push and push and push and push in the song. And then you're like, and I'm saying push. I I suck. I'm so bad at pinball. Like, I'm either draining. Oh, song's over. Or I'm like, uh, I'm just like, I need a victory. I need, even if it's a small victory, I need a victory. I'm going to cash out. And then it's like, crap, I'm back to the build phase again. And that to me was where the it started to wear off a little bit of the the greatness that is GNR. And I and so where I am currently with GNR is I still very much like the game. I still give it a thumbs up and what I've kind of said is what it does well, it does very well. And that game what I've found is I'll come down to the basement and I always put a game on it because I enjoy the build phase and then I enjoy getting into a song, but like I only have to play it one or two times, like one or two games, and then I'm good. Like I've got my fill and I'm ready to go play something else. And it just doesn't draw me back in for a long period of time like some of my other games do. So to be reading some of the GNR owners threads, it amazes me that there are people that own just this game or they only own like a two pin collection. Like I just, it would be hard for me to play GNR for you know, all night. It just doesn't, I don't know, just, it doesn't draw me in. And I, I'm curious if you two, I mean, Travis, you had the game and sold the game. Have Correct. I finally, have I finally got to where you guys were or what, I mean, what, yeah, what was it or where, I don't know, your overall feelings of it today. In terms of like why I sold it or just how I feel about it. Sure. That roller coaster of ownership and then s- selling. It, well, you know? to be fair, I I basically I bought it knowing that I was going to sell it eventually. He didn't okay. get a scoop protector on oh, his yeah. fucking game. Oh, yeah, that, that, was yeah. A, that was a thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a thing. So, yeah, basically what happened was is I unboxed the game and then I'm looking at it and where the, the scoop is, there was no protector there. 
and it was already chipped. So I'm like, what the hell? Like there was a piece of wood already hanging off of it, like kind of up in the air before I even put one game into it. So I, yeah, that was a little bit concerning. And I, I went back and forth to Jersey Jack for a while and I, I don't think I ever got a scoop. I think it was offered to get a hold of Cliffy, I guess, for scoop protector. Didn't, but didn't they ask you like, Why'd you take it off? Why did yeah. you take it off? I, and I, you're like, I didn't. I, it yeah. did not come with my I, game. I, I think they were asking me what happened to the scoop. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you were I like, was like that's you a tell great me. question. Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. So, well, the hilarious part is to bring this full circle with uh, a certain game that I got from them again that I won't name yet because I don't want to give it away, but turns out there was no power cord that came with it so i was just kind of like okay this is a ongoing theme anytime i get a jersey jack pin i'm missing something on it i don't know yeah, what at least it is. i didn't forget the computer or something yeah if they're gonna leave something out the power cord's about as good as you can get yeah. <laughs> but so anyways all that all that aside i i got a gnr knowing that i was just going to play it for a little while at home and then it was going to go on its merry way so i already knew that it wasn't going to stay because I'd played it before on location and, you know, it, it wasn't a game that I could tell I wasn't going to click with too much, but I wanted a chance to play it in a home setting. My kids wanted a chance to play it. My wife wanted a chance to play it. So, you know how it goes when kids and wife want a certain game, you say, okay, we'll go ahead and do this. We'll try it out. And yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to yeah. hear more about that later. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, the kids loved it. I enjoyed it for what it was. I mean, I didn't, I, I did all the Carl things on it to where I wanted to, I guess, quoting Joel, I pushed and pushed and I pushed some more. And then I just kept pushing the game as far across the room as I could to score points and all that. So <laughs> it just, you know, it, it was yeah. what it was. It was fun while it lasted. But much like Joel talked about one night stands with a pen, mine was kind of like it, it hung out over the weekend and it kind of squatted in my house for a little while for <laughs> a couple of months before... I sent it on its way. So, but I mean, it was fun for what it was. My kids really enjoyed it. They like all the lights and the concert oh, yeah. and stuff like that. But every time I had somebody come over and play it though, it was probably, I would say six or seven times out of 10. It just did not click with people at all to where they were just kind of like, okay, I got a chance to play it. I saw what it was like and it's not for me. And yep. then there was a couple that just absolutely loved it that weren't pinball people because they were like, oh, I'm getting extra balls just flying all around the playfield. I have no idea how it happened, but there's loud music and there's lights and there's sound and they enjoyed that. So, I mean, it's one of those situations to where when it comes with pinball, themes mean everything and they mean different things to different people. And just, you know, just because we all have certain preferences doesn't mean that somebody else is going to hold the same preference. And I think GNR is just one of those pins to where I don't think I've seen people divide it over a certain pen as much as GNR when it came to just playing the game and kind of sensing what was going on. Because I noticed that people that had been in pinball for a long time, they, it, it, I guess the newness of it or the novelty of it kind of wore off after a few games. Whereas the people that had never really played pinball before, they were hooked so much more to it. And so, I mean... That could be a good thing overall. I mean, they obviously sold a lot. And if GNR fans are happy, that's all that really matters. Because I think that's where Jersey Jack is kind of going right now with GNR and Toy Story, that they're really focusing on themes that resonate with people that have a lot of fans. 
that might have some staying power. So, I mean, I'm sure there's something to that. Yeah. And I'm, I, so the friends and family test, right? We actually had a bunch of friends over and family over, over the last week. And um, so that's a funny thing. You know how you guys were giving me a hard time last week. Cause I was coughing and I said, no, it's not COVID false. Whoa. Um, yeah, I was, <laughs> I never tested positive for COVID and neither did my son, but both my wife and my daughter did. So we did the whole quarantine thing. It was great. He had but the Rona. That, we knew it, Tom. Now we that we're it. through that, um, yeah, now that we're through it, it's like, finally, we can have people over, we can do things, we can like, I don't know. So we've actually had a bunch of people over, which has been awesome. But GNR, every single time, even some of my pinball friends, it's just like, they love watching me play a song. But when I go to show them like the build phase, there's seven band members, like it's a lot to get to a song. And JJP knows that because if you bomb out the first two balls, they kind of give it to you in ball three. But um anybody that played it it was basically kind of a one game like they were good with one game and on to the next game and what it always comes down to it always ends up being co-op games on tna like that's the thing that people that come to my house want to do is co-op games on tna which i'm fine with i love it but um my where i'm at right now with gnr if i had a larger collection if i could afford to own 10 pins or something i'd keep it i i would love gnr um that risk reward kind of experience it reminds me a lot of metallica of the risk reward, but I, it would, I would be happy to have that the, the, in a 10 pin collection or, or something. Um, and if I ever go to a bar or go over to a friend's house and they have GNR, I will gladly step up and put in a game or two just because it's what it does. It does really well, really, really well. But it, I, this is the first time that I've had such an amazing initial impression of a game that i was like holy crap i'm gonna completely redo my lineup (laughs) and sell my pins to own this game and then over a few weeks like i don't know kind of come to my senses and like okay and but to be real my thought was like all right if jjp can continue down this route of amazing toys amazing mechs amazing light show amazing immersion maybe one of these next pins will just kind of have code that fits my needs or my wants. And maybe one will stay in my collection. So that's kind of a solid transition to, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking in my head when Toy Story was rolling around. And um, I don't know, do either of you guys have anything else to kind of wrap up GNR? I mean, Tom, you still own GNR. So is, yes. is, is that like, when you think of your chopping block, is that next on the list? Or is there a reason it's still in your basement? Uh Boy, that's a tough question. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of on the chopping block just because I, you, you know, I gravitate more towards tournaments and so does Travis. It's just not a game I'm going to see at a tournament. So for me, it's kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to keep it. You just guaranteed that it'll be at disc next year. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> hey, well yeah, then Carl, I'll then I'll hang on to it. <laughs> Carl is uh, Carl's pretty dang good at GNR. So if it's at disc, well, yeah. I think one of the things about GNR too that I've noticed, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, it, it really seems like when we get other pins and we're playing it, right? We, at least for Tom and I, Joel, I don't know about you. You can, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this correction, if I'm wrong, but after a while, we really start focusing in on, okay, what's the code in terms of the rule set? What shot leads to next? What do we do here? What do we do there? 
Right. And it feels like with GNR, you don't necessarily come around to that unless you force yourself to just do that. Because a lot of GNR is just the experience of playing GNR because you want to hear all the different songs because it has so many songs on it and it has such a different light show. And yet because of the light show, you really don't know what you're shooting at unless you're reading that little box or the little monitor in the back. Or you just play the song so much, you get used to knowing what you're supposed to hit when you're supposed to hit it. But it's very hard for it to be intuitive at the very beginning of it. And for somebody that doesn't play a certain song over and over and over again, it's never going to truly be intuitive for them. And so I think that's really the big difference between GNR and, say, anything else that's Stern. That, you know, with Stern pins, it's pretty intuitive what you're going to do next for the most part with Spooky pins, it's pretty intuitive what you're going going to do next for the most part. With Weird Al, it's pretty intuitive what you're going to do next. CGC games, same way. So with GNR, I didn't necessarily get that. And it's one of the first times that I felt kind of overwhelmed with the rule set at the very beginning trying to figure it out. But then once you figured out the path that you needed to go to, it became very narrow in that sense. That you knew what patches you needed to get to basically up the amount of time that you can hold a ball in a flipper to know basically how to really juice up your song, so on and so forth. And that's that's where it becomes very linear in that sense that you realize that there is all this all these other rules to the game, but you still go down a very linear path towards getting huge points for that game. At least when I had it, the code might be completely different now in terms of the wizard modes being in. I don't know because I haven't played it in a long time, but that's the way it was for me a little over a year ago when I had the game. So that's the big difference that I've seen that when people came over to play it, it wasn't necessarily me telling them, hey, hit this shot or here's where your huge jackpot is or hit this spinner or do anything like that. It was just, okay, start a song and just start, you know, flipping out, you know, just keep flipping over and over and over again and just see what happens. So yeah, that was that yeah. was basically GNR in a nutshell for me. You are 100% correct because every time I start a game, I feel like I'm doing the same thing. It's like, all right, these are the patches I want to collect. It's a lot of left ramp. Because the left ramp is where you're either gonna if if you don't do anything in the left ramp and the left ramp in the upper play field and the left ramp just drops down, it'll collect one of the GNR letters, which works for your, your patches. Otherwise, if the diverter's up and it comes like loops around, it'll feed that middle in lane GNR letter. So it's like if you're collecting patches, it's just left ramp over and over and yeah. over and over again. It, and and I like the patch system, but just like you yeah. talked about, it's having it be at the same shot over and over again. Yeah is what made it grindy. If they would kind of spread it out over the course of the play field and allow for a little bit of, I don't know, a a little bit of different gameplay in that way, it might not have felt so wood choppy. But if you wanted to achieve a certain thing, you would have to chop a lot of wood before doing the thing. Yep. A lot of left ramp and then locking balls, locking balls to get on to, before you start the song, left ramp. You got to get to that upper play field. Typically one of the last band members I'd collect was the bass player. You got to go to left ramp. So it's like, I start a new game. I'm going up the left ramp. It's like, what do I want to prioritize right now? Letting it drain to get my GNR letters or should I prioritize locking balls or should I prioritize trying to hit back onto the base ramp? Like it's all left ramp focused heavy. So as soon as right. I get out of a song, what am I focusing on? Left ramp. And I and I mentioned that during one of my streams and they're like, well, just ignore patches. Like just allow your, you know, just ignore it. You don't have right. to do that. Maybe focus on multi-balls. It's like, I get it. I mean, I can mentally kind of change the way I want to play, but at the same time, you know, going into a multi-ball, you want to have balls locked, which is left ramp. And 
what I've also found is in my head, at least I kind of approach most of the songs in one of three ways. It's, you know, is this song a song that you want to have a, a multi-ball going on? Like it's switch hit based or it's a ton of shots that are all lit. And then there's other songs that it's almost like a sniper, like roaming shots. And you have to really hone in on one particular area. And if you have five balls bouncing around, it's really hard to do that. And, uh, so every song's kind of a, well, where am I at? If i only have two balls locked, do I want to type, you know, approach, which song type do I want to approach, you know, focus on this or, oh, I'm going to have all six balls mo- focused. Let me, let me find that song. That's all switch hits, you know, and I'll, I'll progress through that song really, really well because I got everything flying around. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's very unique. I still very much enjoy the game, but is it a game that I want in my four pin collection? No. And is it a game that when you stream a game or play it for two hours straight, you know, it, it reminds me a lot of like Simpsons. It's got a ton to do, but once you kind of find a path, you still, you, you kind of feel like you're always doing that path. And, and all of a sudden this super wide, you know, game with all this depth and breadth, you're just becomes very narrow and you're right. Kind of well, doing it's the one thing. It's because in our nature too, we want to score as many points as possible. And so it just becomes counterintuitive because I'm sure you probably just, heard this I too. I just Joel. want to watch the videos on yeah. the LCD. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you, what are you talking yeah. about? Well, that's what I mean. That's where the counterintuitive part comes yeah. at. We we've all three of us have heard from people that say, well don't worry about the points. Just just hit this and just see what yeah. happens here. Well, then I feel like I'm just playing, like I'm just game testing then. And I'm just yeah. like seeing what yeah. does what. And I like doing that at the beginning, but then when it comes right. down to it, I'm still a creature of habit. I want to put up a big score and I want to yep. keep putting up a big score. And I'm sorry, but the patch that's just like worth ass, I'm not going <laughs> to grind for that and use that. So, yeah. I mean, that's what we do as players is we find the things in a game that can help us score the most points and we find the path of least resistance. And that's kind of where it comes down to. Now, the the difference is, is that there's plenty of games out there too. Most of them Elwins that you have different paths that you can take to achieve the same goal. And that's the huge difference in it, that it doesn't feel like it's necessarily chopping wood when you have different game openings that you can do from ball one and you have different things that you can fall back on when something doesn't work. A lot of yeah. times, some of these games out there, it's like if if you don't do the first thing correct, then you're just kind of yeah. in jail, just hoping, okay, you can figure it out from there. And that's that's what I like about games, when they have something to where you have different ways of attacking it and different ways to get to the same spot at the end of the game. Yeah, you're 100%. And Elwin obviously is like the goat at that. I know Avengers, I would go with, in with a game plan of, okay, I'm going to go power gym first and I'm going to put it on this shot. And then, of course, I'd biff the shot. It would end up somewhere else. And it's like, well, need to completely change my strategy. And all of a sudden, I'm doing something I normally don't do and I'm scoring higher than I normally do. Like that really, I mean, it's a very, you really got to think your way through in a game like Avengers. But Godzilla's showing that too. Godzilla's got all the risk reward you could hope for. You know, how much do I want to push it in this city? Oh, I'm, you know, I wasn't planning on starting this multi-ball, but I'm close. Let me, you can adjust, adapt. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I, yeah. GNR, I totally agree with you. The fun parts are the songs. And what really bummed me out is if you push it and you get to the wizard mode, I was going to stream. And a lot of times they're like, don't play the wizard mode. Like there's no points in the wizard mode. They're like, just don't, 
they're basically telling me ignore the wizard modes. It's like, well, that's four modes in a game that I'm being told don't do. <laughs> and then like slash, if you get enough slash spins, he has a kind of mini wizard mode. Yeah. And, and they would thing. like break you out of stuff. Yeah, and you're like, like, when is this going to end? Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, I just trap up and time it out. It's like, don't give me modes in the game that you yeah. have to achieve that you're then telling me you don't need to do. Like, I don't some of the some of my favorite mo like once again on Avengers, getting to Soul Gym is like kind of the highlight of the game. I freaking love Soul Gym. And now look at Godzilla. Godzilla, the last two wizard modes they've added. What is it like um Tom, you've gotten to a few. I know Trav like what it's like when you get to Godzilla power up something, now you have terror like of mecha I don't know there's terror these, of mecha Godzilla. Exactly. It's like terror. you have these these wizard <laughs> modes that are super unique. That you're almost, yeah you're almost right. like wanting like yes i got to it now i get to experience this you know crazy well, thing. like that's what you're, you want you're kind of getting into game theory too that technically when you start a certain mode especially when it comes to pinball that you want to be able to have a reason to play said mode and a lot of times if a mode becomes a priority over everything else well it better be worth it to go after that compared to compared to anything else in the game. Otherwise it does become an option to time it out. You know, stranger things does that too with the uh, demodogs. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of times there's absolutely zero point to playing that. Yeah. It's worth a million, but guess what? You're going to be hitting targets and you're going to be all over the place. There's no point. So, yep. you know, if it were me and I was able to code a game or put in rules, I would just personally want to make sure that if I'm going to make you earn something, and you're going to play it, I don't necessarily want it to be a priority unless you're hitting actual shots on the game as opposed to a target or just a spinning disc or anything like that. Like I want somebody to actually hit different shots on the game, go through different progression and make it worth your while to play that mode because you already earned the right to play that mode. Now you need to have a reason to keep playing it. And obviously if you're timing out certain modes, you already know that, the risk reward just isn't there, you know, and if it's not there, then it should, somebody should figure out how to make it be there to make yeah. it worth your while. So a perfect example is mech suit multiball in Deadpool. You know, it's, it's something you're kind of chipping away at and then you can realize, Oh, I'm close to this. Let me get a few more combos. Boom. Got my 45 combos. Let me get into this. And then, you know, imagine if mech suit multiball was something that you would trap up and just let like, that would be so disappointing <laughs> like, i would mech, i would be, would be devastated as somebody coding so a game sad. if players are telling me that they are trapping up the timeout a certain mode that that i put in but i mean that goes to it you got to give players a reason to do something and it's not just you know slash or even you know stranger things there's been all kind i mean star oh, trek yeah. went through oh, that yeah. when it first came out you yeah. know if you if you give players a chance to trap up and time out they're gonna do it i mean yeah. that's just the reality of it well, and I'm curious. I mean, I don't know. At this point, I have no idea if GNR is like all buttoned up and done or or if these, you know, if this is criticism that, yeah, at some point in time. I mean, Joe Katz, obviously, with Wonka did kind of a whole Wonka 2.0. And I'm not saying GNR needs a 2.0, but if the four wizard modes are all modes that most of your players are just trapping up on, like, you know, I, I'm no expert, but it would be cool. You know, you've invested time and energy coding this mode. Do something to make it worth your while. Um, same thing with the slash mode. And I, I haven't done the tour mode. Yeah, I, I said that right. Sure. Travis. 
Yeah. Tur. Um, you said it wrong. Tur. You're an idiot. So I haven't, <laughs> I haven't hit that yet, but I don't, I mean, I, still, uh, we can wrap, we can finish. I know people are probably sick of GNR, but I, I, at the end of the day, what it does, it does very, very well. And in a bigger collection, I think it's, it's worth owning. It's quite an immersive experience. And maybe if GNR was a band, if I was like, if I love GNR as much as Tom likes Rush, uh, or even maybe half as much as Tom likes Rush, I would, you know, maybe this would never leave just because it does, it does GNR so well, visually, the audio, the, the video, if you're a GNR fan, you're going to want this in your collection. Um, Rush but blows I'm, yeah. GNR away. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I I know, I know, I know. Like, it's funny. I mean, right, Rush Joel, was a game. We talked Joel, about this. Rush right was a game. <laughs> right now, Joel, Rush or GNR? In, in a four pin collection. Right now, Rush or GNR? <laughs> if I'll tell you this, if I if I had to, if, Joel, if Zach he's gonna right, shoot no, no, no. you, no, Joel. If Zach right told now, me Rush or to, GNR, Joel, <laughs> I would say okay. Long term, I would Joel, probably oh still keep God, GNR. You're like I, my wife. No, I would Rush probably or GNR. I Which would, one? I'm telling you my answer. If okay. it long term, it's just in my basement. I would probably oh keep God. GNR. Here, here I would probably keep GNR. No, I would probably you keep said GNR. GNR twice. You just okay. Listening. Yes. All right. He's just he's qualifying. <laughs> no, it. I'm just saying I, Rush I or know. GNR. Yes, but I what he's I was like, saying. So if the moon God. is going through a solstice <laughs> and there's an eclipse oh, over here Lord. and the tidal waves go this way, I might say Rush. <laughs> no, what what I I told you guys that when I had Rush, I got to the point where I was like, I don't want to stream this game anymore. But I didn't want to stream it not because it was a bad game or the code was bad. It just kicked my but over and over and over again and pissed me off. But now I'm at a point where if Zach was like, Hey, do you want to keep, do you want to stream GNR for three more months? Or do you want to have a rush premium dropped off at your house to stream mm. for three more months? I think I'd take the rush premium. Like I would rather have another shot at the rush to really dive into that code. And rush Tom, actually gives me options when I stream. And that's Tom, what I miss. Tom, I swear to God, he's just like Monica. He just gave me both <laughs> as an answer. I ask either one and he's just like both. I don't, uh, it, oh that's, it's very I don't, political. Yeah. I'm not trying to be. Uh, it, which is a better game to stream? You see that Rush. fence behind him? 100%. We need to make him just sit on it ask for the me, rest of the podcast. Ask me the same question, Travis. All right, <clears throat> Tom Graf, Rush or GNR? Well, um, no, Rush. <laughs> oh my God! If I could just flip you both off right now, and I had a camera, I would. I mean, maybe the truthful answer is I don't real like I don't really want to own either of them. It's not a game that's making my top. Neither of them, for me personally, it doesn't make my top five. You know, I can't. But that's what. Yeah, I do miss streaming. If I vote, like I, I would rather stream a, a Rush Premium moving forward than to keep streaming GNR. I, would I say. have both of my what? hands on my head right now. I was you just thinking, what was it. your other choice again that Zach gave you? It was uh, Star, Wars Star Wars Premium. Star Wars Premium. Which I think now looking back on it would have been I would I would have way more options and way more routes and way more things to do, like different wizard modes to, things to that's one thing too. There's like like, like hundred and fifty songs on GNR. What are you talking about? But it's not like I like playing for <laughs> progression. And it's not if that's my goal, it's just like, well, I, I just want to play every song. Then build it, play a song. Oh, game's over. Let me try another song. Like, well, you had to experience. You had to experience GNR in a 100%. home setting to and, get it. And I, 
I that's what I, I will tell you. I I do think higher of JJP now. I am very impressed with this product. I do think it's I understand completely why this game is as polarizing as it is. Like that totally makes sense to me now. Um you did and, your homework. Yeah, that that, that yeah. needs to be applauded. You did well. Yeah. And you did well just... as part of the pinball content creation community. Good job. Oh, there we go. There we go. Can we get firm handshakes all around <laughs> for Joel? Handshake. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Um, but yeah, right. we can. I mean, we can wrap that up. Put a nice yes, little bow on it. Let's go forward. ahead and do that right now. Yeah, let's yes. let's just Whoop. put the nail in the coffin. All right, sweet. So yeah. what's number two? With that oh, said, nobody uh, put that out. Yeah, Wednesday night <laughs> I will be. Uh, I'll be streaming GNR. So <laughs> come watch me stream it. Big, big yeah. Woody's typing. Big Woody, there's no need for a list. There's literally, we're already on the last topic. <laughs> what the so, F is number two? All right. So what we're going to talk about <laughs> is Toy Story. Um, so first, let's do a kind of a dis- disclosure. I, I think I, did I already say this? I already said that that Tom, Travis, and I, we've we've known about this. Did I? Did we talk about this before? Or have we actually recorded? Have I talked about this? I knew nothing, Joel. I you're don't know idiot. what you're All talking right. about. Okay, so I'm gonna re- <laughs> if I'm repeating myself to the listener, I'm sorry. But what I wanted to tell you guys is, we knew the reveal was coming. We never knew a date, but we have known Tom, Travis, and I have known that this was gonna be Toy Story four for I don't know weeks now, maybe maybe longer. I know I was told i i was actually emailed by a few people and like hey i i know on your last podcast you said this and this but did you know that and which is great i appreciate the inside information but the three of us have known this and we've been kind of discussing it in the background so maybe that's step one when the when each one of us heard that this was gonna be toy story 4 what was your initial reaction so tom when you were when you heard hey heads up it's just Toy Story four. What what did you think? I, I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, and uh, well, basically, I've never, I, I still haven't seen Toy Story four. So yeah. I've seen the first three movies, but I've never watched the fourth one for some reason. But uh, I I thought it was odd choice yeah. that they that they chose the fourth movie. Yeah, Travis. I immediately threw away all my forks in my house. <laughs> so, so like, like, okay, back, back to the I future. Hate, I hate that character. I'm just letting you guys know now. I love Toy Story. I hate that character, and I don't say that lightly. Like, I usually don't hate anything, you know, except for David Dennis sometimes. But man, okay. like, if I had to choose between saving David Dennis or Forky. I'd rather Forky. rescue no, I'd Forky. rescue David Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I would rather do that. That's a poor choice. I so, hate Forky. hey, Tom's so, ready to talk. So Travis. besides okay. besides Travis's go. love of Forky. <laughs> I mean, uh, but imagine, you know, somebody picks the the Back to the Future uh license, right? Yeah. Like are they going to do Back to the Future 2 as 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 the license or are they going to do Back to the Future 3? I I mean it's gonna the only defense is they want to do the most recent IP like they want to do what's new or fresh that's the like I don't know, I think there are certain brands that they don't want people to live in the past they want you to do what's fresh so well, the new the, matrix movie would be a good option oh Well God, it's no. not a good no. option <laughs> no it's, it's not don't a good option that. that's my point yeah no no but, it, it, I'd be curious if Stern went to whoever owns Matrix and be like, we want to make a Matrix pen. They're like, great, Matrix Resurrection just came out. You can do that. Maybe Stern's smart enough to be like, no, 
Or <laughs> they'll be like, well, if it's, no. if, you know, if that's all we have, then it's better than nothing. I mean, I mean, it, it, the thing is, though, do we, we don't know if this was a JJP or a Disney Pixar decision. No, they I, said that. They said it was. They did say it? They well, did it'd say have it. to be Disney Pixar, right? It's that would a, be my that assumption. That was 100% a Disney decision is Toy Okay, Story well, then yeah. there you go. So, I mean, we could all sit here all day long and complain about it, but if. Well, that's, not, why yeah, we, if, that's why we if, started this podcast. Hey, if the big, if, <laughs> Tom, if the big D and Mickey Mouse yeah. wants it to be Toy Story 4, it's going to be Toy Story 4. Well, that's true. Of course. Of course. Now, that being said, we do need to get in our van and drive down to headquarters right now <laughs> and just pick at that place and ask them why they didn't allow JJP to do Toy Story. Well, what's the but, deal? But the question is, at that point, if you're JJP, what do you what do you do? Do you say is well, if we can only get Toy Story four, is it worth it to do Toy Story four, or should we pick another license? Like, should we move past this and look if, at somebody else? If it was me personally, I would have passed. I would have been like, okay, if we can't do what this whole entire thing is with Toy Story, then I personally would pass. But that being said, obviously. I can't really say that they're wrong because they came out and said that they sold over $30 million yep. worth of rent. So, I mean, really what they sold pens, you know, yep. they got, they got people like me suckered in to get one. You know what I mean? Just like we were talking yeah. about earlier that they were clear when they, when they came out with the video and all that and straight down the middle, they were, it, it came in crystal clear. And I was talking to you guys in real time when we were going through everything. And Tom, we were talking about this in one of our competitive chats as well. We were like, this game is not geared towards us at all. No, at, at all. And no. so what I did know was, is this, didn't was they geared, say that in the video yeah, too? They, per, clearly, they pretty yeah. much yeah. did. Yeah. And I was like, I looked at, I looked at Tom longingly through my <laughs> Facebook messenger. And I was like, Tom, we're an endangered species now. We got to be careful. <laughs> but the thing was, is we knew that they were, they were really marketing this hardcore to families, to kids. And obviously they're going to market it towards families that have money that want to buy this pin and bring it in. And so as soon as my kids saw that it was a toy story, I told you guys, yeah. like at first I was like, okay, I think I'm going to be out on this. But then I came back to you guys and I was like, my kids saw it. I'm in trouble. Yeah. And then when Monica saw it, I'm like, I'm in even more trouble here. Like I was kind of wondering where she was at because I know she wasn't really into Toy Story 4, but she felt like it represented Toy Story enough. And my kids sure. were just all about it. That I was like, okay, you know, after talking with you guys, I talked to uh loser kid. I talked to a few others. And I was like, what would you guys do in my position? And like literally a hundred percent across the board, everybody's like, Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what won out for me. So it was the tell of two different marketing things. The, it, the competitive player in me did not buy this. The father and husband in me did buy this. Yeah. Which Does is, that make sense? 100%, yep. 100%. Family and friends, people. Yeah. So, I, I, so, I basically, yeah. so basically, JJP went the home pin route is what you're telling me. Well, they look at it though. If you actually look at the the apron, there, at least in all the promo videos, there's no bit on the apron that shows pricing cards or a rules rule card. Like the there's nothing there. I don't know now, Travis. You got the game. Did they ship with like 
pricing cards or rule cards? No, I don't know, Joel. My game didn't even come with a power cord. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only thing I could Check think of. Is maybe, box. Yeah, maybe they're a magnet because there's I'll no go, like I'll slots. I'll go look right now. I'll go look. Okay. He's, Travis right. is going to go look, everybody. He can hear us, I don't us, think he's doing way. anything. He's just standing up. <laughs> he's but. going to the bathroom. Well, I am curious because, I mean, they're, it's a metal apron, so maybe they're magnets and they're just not putting them in. But I saw that and I'm like, this game... This game is clearly marketed towards, you know, like rich grandparents that want a game that's that's that their grandkids are going to love. Like my I've been yeah. telling you, I've been trying to talk my parents into getting a game. And I when I threw out the idea of Toy Story, you know, my dad's eyes lit up like that's a game that would be great. Oh, oh Big Woody. Big Woody, Big Woody has something, something to say. What do you got? All right. So I got into the coin box. Oh, we're I doing don't, this in real I, time. Yeah, there's no power cord in there. I got <laughs> I got some rubbers. Uh, it looks like keychain things, what plastics, whatever you want to call those. Uh, sure. I got an attention. Let's see, attention? mirror pinballs or at- attention. Sorry, and oil on them. You should probably wipe them yep, off. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I got that one. And then yes, here they are right here. So they're like huge magnet things. So that they're are magnets. In there. Okay, good. Yeah, it says two dollars yeah. for three play, three three balls. Okay. First. So I mean, All right. they did that's, come with the game. That's cool. Yeah, it was um, in none of the promo stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so that's in there, and then it came with some extra, I don't know what you call those, those little toys that you can put in the game. Yeah, it came, so... It came with the Gabby Gabby, yeah, yeah. Jesse, and the Duke Kaboom, so... Well, they've shown that online, that it, there's actually a, there's a Toy Story 4 cake topper set. You can buy it on Amazon for less than $20, and it's a set of all those figurines, so they... They obviously include the the additional figurines that didn't make it in the game. I'm <laughs> so. I'm kind of curious if those are if those are the exact same ones. No, they are. They they're like, the exact same ones. I mean, I I, I yeah, looked yeah. under one of them and it said Disney Ltd. Oh yeah. So I'm like I I'm pretty sure. Hey, you could take the Forky one out of your game if you wanted to and put in one of the other ones. There I, you yeah. go. That's actually what Monica tried to do at the very beginning. <laughs> and then so, the kids went out. So to go back, I, what I was saying when you were looking for your bag of goodies was, yeah, my dad's right. eyes lit up at the idea of Toy Story. And then, to be honest, though, twelve five, he's like, no. Like, yeah, no. I, I heard 12, you talking five, about yeah. grandpa's buying this game, Joel. My grand, Yeah, my you dad is me, a grandfather. You yeah. made me feel old as soon as well, you said that. Well, I just, but clearly they're they're focusing is on it 12 that 12 or 12-5? 12-5. Isn't it? 12? I honestly don't remember how much I paid for it. You just whatever put it on my tab. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was twelve. No, it's twelve. It's twelve. It did sound like a first world problem, yeah. didn't it? It's twelve. Twelve it'll is be, limited it'll edition. Be, it'll be twelve five in six months. So well, get, get your uh, games now, everybody. But it's twelve without shipping, right? So like, once you include shipping and all that, I don't. So twelve hundred bucks, anyways. But it's just. Like once my dad heard that, you know, here I am months ago saying, well, even older games, you're looking at four, four thousand dollars, like a taxi if you want taxi. So let's try to get you into a more modern game, maybe in the five to six thousand dollar range. Like, no, double that. Boom. <laughs> now you're at a Toy Story LE. It's just I don't know. So here we were. If we will go way back. This is us still talking before the reveal. This is what's in our head. Toy Story 4. I think we're all like, all right, we're going to go into this with an open mind. You know, I, but we knew, we knew release time, like the way we all felt, which was kind of hurt when we heard it was only two story four, we're like, Pinside is going to lose their mind. Yeah. We when, all predicted yeah, that when yeah. they <laughs> see it's only Toy Story four, they are going to lose yep. their mind. 
And we knew, like, there are people that have been like, this is my family stream theme. I am now in graphic, des- like, 3D arts because of Toy Story. And my, you know, like, I've based my career off this movie. And I feel for those those people that were in on a CE and then they hear, nope. I mean, like, Turtles was my dream theme. And I am so grateful they went retro and, nickel, you know, like, old. If they would have done modern Turtles or, like, Michael Bay Turtles, that would have been a huge kick to the gut. Like I, I get that. And I feel for those people. Now with that said, I I do think they've done the theme very well. Like all the characters are there. The voices are there. Like, unfortunately it's toy story four. it's you're, you know, you're missing some of the previous, like, you know, it's not like we're in Andy's room. It's carnival theme, but I don't know. I'd be curious. Well, we'll get into that more. So, but so we're talking pre-reveal. These were our thoughts pre-reveal. Then reveal day rolls around. Reveal reveal day for the three of us was very different. Me, I knew I wasn't buying this game right off the bat. There's a good chance that Zach's going to let me borrow one. So I was just like, all right, it's just a reveal. I'm curious to see what's coming my way or potentially going to be something that I'm going to play. That's all the pressure that I had. Travis has already said, he was kind of he was a little nervous because he knew Monica was in on this. He knew his kids were super excited about this. So I think Travis was like, Am I gonna have to buy this game? I don't know. I also know Travis, you with the CE hype, you were thinking, do I buy a CE just for the potential value of what it'll be down the road? You know, you're kind of half in, you're kind of half out. Tom, you yeah. though, you were on a CE list and you yes. knew you were gonna have to make a, a decision quickly. Like yes. snap decision. You were right this was, in there. Yeah. And so Tom, fill us in on that. Like, what was your thoughts going in? Did you have a price in mind of like, I'm out if it's this price or above? And then what, like once you saw the reveal, like where were you at and what, what? Yeah. I where, was, yeah. Yeah. All that. I, I was expecting it to, to be around 15 K, which it was, um, for the CE. Yeah. Well, and, and I had a choice. It's like, I I could have went with the LE as well. Sure. I wasn't, you know, but I had kind of that first right for a CE and I just, I looked at the pictures in the morning. I didn't even see the video yet. And I just go, nah, I, I, no, I, so what was the turnoff? Was it the theme? Was it the shot layout? What was it? Was it the fork? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i mean some of it was the theme when i heard it when i i knew it was going to be toy story 4 but when when i saw like the the ipad in it and then i saw the jump ramp into a big circle i i just kind of got a little turned off by it yeah. um but yeah, I you know a lot of the artwork to me looks kind of Wonka-ish. I mean, even like the ticket area, it yeah. almost looks exactly like Wonka there. Um, which you own, you which own I Wonka. right, which I own. Is it the LE or the CE Wonka that you own? I have a standard. Oh, okay, all right. So yeah, you See, I don't buy LEs for everything, Joel. <laughs> but. I mean, technically, the LE is the standard. Let's be honest on this yeah. game. But uh, you know, um, where we were talking, and I was talking about the jump ramp, and I said, "Wow," I said, "I can't imagine this on location 
because knowing Jersey Jack games that I've played on location, the flippers get really weak. And my, my fear was not, not necessarily in a home setting, but um, it, my, my fear was that that jump ramp was going to miss a lot of shots uh, as those flippers got weaker. So yeah. you, where you weren't going to be able to make it. And we saw a video of it where it actually um, hit the, the wire form that goes across and then bounced up into the, yeah. into the, uh, the shot. But, that was hub hub challenge hub challenge streamed yeah. that last Sunday and they do a really, you know, congrats to Jordan Becker. They do a really good job with videos. Their Instagram's great. They, they do a lot of like pinball related media. So, uh, you know, I applaud them, but they, I think they streamed that game for like seven hours straight on yeah. or played it. So that game was on location. And I mean, it was a good example of like, what's this game going to do when it's played a long time. And yeah, they showed that video. I mean, it made it, but it's like that, that's a Barely big that's a big platform and kind of clear wall that they've dedicated to this jump ramp and it barely made it in there. Um Yeah, so you know some things I that myself I I saw looking at the the play field was like the right spinner, you know, it has this plastic over it so to block air balls and things like that. I just the, the jump ramp thing kind of scares me. I don't know. Sure. So you're, I remember you were basically like, I'm out on the CE. If the game blows me away, I can always get an LE later. Like that's kind of, you're like, which is interesting. Like this is actually a situation where pinball these days, it's kind of, you know, the whole thing of try it before you buy it. Well, luckily this is one of those situations where you can try it before you buy it. And with Jersey Jack only focusing on one game and they're just going to be cranking these out for a while, you know, your weight on this isn't going to be the same as a modern Stern that kind of right. thing. If you, if you wait past the day. So I knew you were out. I was never in Travis though. Your initial was like, you're like, Nope, I'm out. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so what was, what did you see that, that for you to say I'm out, what was it that you turned you off? Where I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get this game. Yeah. Uh, you know, pretty much it was just seeing, what Toy Story 4 looked like overall on the pen. Um, you know, I, I grew up on Toy Story. And so for me, I still remember going to the theater, seeing the very first one when I was around 11 years old. I watched that movie all the time as a kid. Then I still remember the sequel coming out, watching that for a little while. And then I still remember the third one coming out and watching that too. Now, the fourth one just did not resonate with me near as much. And there's just certain characters on there that just grate it at me with, you know, Forky being the biggest one. And I've mentioned <laughs> that already. Like it just, uh, that character just drives me crazy. And just, you know, from even, and this is spoiler alert territory for everybody, but even going into the movie itself, there just never seemed to be anything iconic about Toy Story 4. Like it was an excellent movie for what it was, but it never, it just felt so disconnected from what Toy Story 1 through 3 was. Like that very much felt like a Woody and Buzz story. Like yeah. Woody, Buzz, and Andy. That's what it was all about. And then you get to the fourth one and it felt like Woody and Buzz were just kind of side characters. And then it became about this fork that was created that thinks it's trash <laughs> and it's alive. 
And then that just forced me to have an existential crisis, wondering if every single craft that was ever made in this universe is actually alive. And so it just, you know, you go down a rabbit hole then, Joel. But that being said, there's just certain aspects to that movie that it just never drew me in. And I legitimately have only seen it like one and a half times, I think. So I saw it the first time with the kiddos, and then I've accidentally seen it half a time because they happen to have it on Disney+. Plus. But that being said, my kids enjoy the movie, yeah. especially my twins. And so that's, I mean, overall, that's really what turned me off of the pen in general is just seeing the theme and just kind of hearing too how they were describing how they want everybody to get through the game. Yeah. And that was my biggest red flag when they were talking about how you know, I think Pat Lawler said something about that they don't want to make a game to where only three people see the end of it. Like, fair assessment, if that's how you want to approach it. But then when they were talking about how they want even the average player to be able to see the entire game and everything, I'm just like, I yeah. told you guys immediately, I said, I think I'm going to get through this in less than 10 games. Yeah. Like, I, I just knew because there's there's some sterns I've played to where I've been fortunate enough to see the wizard mode fairly quickly or the end of the game fairly quickly. Cause it's just, if you know where the shots are and you're dialed in, you're going to figure it out. So when it came to toy story, that was my biggest fear too, that I was wondering, okay, if I'm, if I'm going to see the entire game very quickly, do I want to spend this much money on something in which I've already experienced everything there is to experience within just a couple of days? So well, that was a big fear. So the way this was this played out, and and we're gonna go more into detail about this reveal because Hell uh, to yeah, be honest, we are, Joel. Hell yeah, <laughs> to be we honest, are. I actually think JJP the way they revealed this, they did a really good job. But so uh, you know, unfortunately, a few pictures were leaked early on, but we just had a few pictures. Then the actual reveal it happened at at twelve Eastern Standard Time, but it was just the professionally made featurette, which was just showed some basic gameplay. It was, I mean, very markety. It doesn't like, I don't know. It didn't. It, for pin it wasn't people, like GNR. No, it wasn't like the GNR one. That no. one just blew everything away. And I think a lot of us were kind of expecting something similar. Yeah. Not the, not the exactly the same. Not as huge, but something similar. And when we didn't get something similar, that's what kind of made it like, uh, okay, what yep. what's going to happen here? And that well, was one of the weirdest things in that promo was like they show the ball like moving in the air and then yeah. all of a sudden you don't see it anymore and it's like super jackpot. Where did it go? <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> That's what everybody did was it, asking. Did they like, make where the, the shot? Did the ball go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they did, yeah. I, well, I, I think too, if you guys look closely, I think I might have texted you guys the picture of this too. The left ramp and, or no, the the Duke Kaboom ramp. And I was, I was asking people, I'm like, does this look broken? Did yeah, because it was yeah. like at an angle. It's yeah. leaning oh, yeah. left. Mine yeah. doesn't lean left like that. So I'm like, either it was broke and the people filming it didn't catch it, or originally that's what it was supposed to do to help the ball, I don't know, guide a little bit more in, or maybe mine just doesn't lean left enough and it's not right. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> was, I caught that one. I was not in love. Like if we remember back to the GNR, it's like, okay, you got a hot chick in a mini t-shirt. You, you were know, hyped. Like w playing GNR <laughs> and it's, it's on a turntable, the game's spinning and it's right? like, Oh, she's loving it. But you know, what blew us away with GNR, we'd never seen the hot rails before. And then all of a sudden you're like, Holy cow, look at all those video assets. Look at how many sculpts they have. Look at those hot rails. Like there was a lot of wow to it. This, my, when I first saw this video, 
the first thing, I mean, I know a lot of people focused in, but it's like, okay. Joel a, was like, a, where's the hot chick playing yeah. the game? They had a little, like, child playing, and then you got this super supportive dad, like, fist pumping, like, yeah, she's doing it. I mean, I'd be fist pumping if my daughter was excited to play pinball. Hey, so. I do that every time I see yeah. Tom hit a jackpot at a tournament. Yeah. I'm right yeah, by him doing the double yeah. fist pump. But what, what annoyed me more was, like, they this marketing firm made a full-scale carousel like it's made out of foam and it's spinning yep. in the background. Yep. I, I'm thinking to myself, it's like, what a waste of money. Like JJP, what are you doing? Like how much money did you pay this marketing firm to make this video? Cause could you, could you have taken any of that money and put it back in the game or well, like done I mean, the, literally the video, anything else with this the money? video? It was okay. It, it just, it was the fine. problem, the problem is, is that the, the male actor dad in it just made it so <laughs> cringe out of nowhere. Like you don't want to do something in a video that makes you an instant meme. And I think uh, that's pretty much what happened. Cause we've all been <laughs> sending that back and forth to each other. Every time you do something great, we're just like sending that instead well, of a thumbs up. Once again, though, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's absurd, but once again, that, that video though, I mean, we all know that video isn't made for us. That video is made for, yeah. you know, Pixar or Disney to like put out to their media and yeah. fine. I don't, I mean, whatever, that's not for us, but I will say that's the only thing we had. We had that. And then I think, this week in pinball and app arcade they had they had pictures that they revealed right around noon but i remember from watching the little video you know tom mentioned it it's like well, where'd the ball go and you're looking at some of the pictures the pictures themselves the ipad in the upper left really hides a lot and so i was genuinely confused by the shot layout i'm like i don't really understand where some of these shots go and so on my lunch break when i went to pick up my daughter from daycare I actually called Greg Bone. I called Greg Bone on the phone because I knew Greg and Zach had filmed a featurette, which had not been revealed yet. So I called Greg because I wanted somebody who's played the game to explain to me the shots. And, you know, props to Greg. He was, he was, he really enjoys the game and he, he really was impressed with the shots, but he had to explain it to me. And I, and to me, I was like, I have never, I've yet to experience a, a reveal in a hobby where I've had so many questions from a reveal, like I did not understand. I don't know. Did you guys have similar things when you were looking at the layout? Like what is actually like, did you know the right orbit shot actually was a loop back to the right ramp? Like, did you know that? Or I don't, the iPad covers everything. Like you don't know where the diverters are going. I mean, it's like, I, it's like the I mini play field and, and game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I personally didn't know until yeah. I think I saw a later video and there was even somebody had texted me and asked me where the, the uh, jump ramp went to. Yeah. And so yeah. they didn't even realize cause they couldn't tell that there was a huge plastic opening there. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Finally, finally they realized cause they were most worried about that making the jump. And I was telling them, I'm like, this plastic opening is it's huge. huge. It's massive. Yeah. yeah you, you can't miss it unless the flipper just becomes very underpowered all of a sudden. So, I mean, yeah, I kind of got that, that basically the problem was, is the video that leaked before, and that ended up not being the full, I guess, promo video that they had yeah. released. Right. So that video that leaked, it just really didn't answer too many questions. And it actually made people have more questions. And that's kind of what we're talking about right now, that there was just certain shots that weren't within that small promo video but i mean it's just one of those things that yeah 
it, it's tough. It, whenever you're doing any type of video debuting a pin or revealing it, your choices really are, if you're going to run it a minute, how are you going to get all that information within a minute? Because I think even Stern struggles with that. And I know some of their, like their Mandalorian promo, for instance, when they were pretty much explaining everything out, wasn't it longer than 90 seconds? At least if I remember right. I don't know. It's It's been a little while since I looked at it, but I mean, and a lot of those promo videos, that's your only way really is to show each shot happening and then say, hey, here's this type of shot. True. You know, so for me personally, I don't know if if I was shown a promo video for a game or a pinball machine, I don't know necessarily if I'd focus on every single shot. I might focus on the very important shots that kind of like the jump ramp or you know, a spinner or something like that, because it's kind of one of those things you want a trailer or promo video to be just that you don't want it necessarily to reveal everything, but you also don't want it to leave questions that frustrate people either. Like you want to be pretty clear that the questions that you leave your potential consumer having is questions in which they want to explore further and find out more information about the product and not be befuddled by a certain aspect of it. That's, that's the main problem with it. Let me ask you this, Travis. So I, and I haven't asked you this, is that kaboom ramp, the jump ramp, is that like super easy to hit? Yes. And, and cause it's, yeah, it's it, basically the gimmick of the game, right? Yeah. I mean, every, to be flat out honest with you, every shot in this game is the easy shot to hit. Okay. Like there's, there's, there's nothing in here that's difficult. I mean, you look at the ramps, they're wide open, you know, and yeah, the game shoots great. Don't get me wrong. It shoots great, but there's a reason why it shoots great too, because the shots are all wide open. Yeah. Is and this, I mean, is this game easier than Elvira? This game is the easiest modern game I've played personally. Cause I in know my opinion. Yeah, there's a lot of people like even Jeff Teolis, like gives Elvira house of horrors a hard time. Cause it's, it makes you feel amazing because you can hit shots left and right, but you're saying easiest modern. Okay. That's in, in my opinion for, for me, it is somebody might have a different opinion of that, but the reality yeah. is they obviously set out based on their promo and everything that they set out to have this be very accessible well, for your average player or yeah. your casual player. And this design achieves that. So that's, now, that's the next thing I want to get into is that promo. Right, yeah. But yep. so what, we all we had was pictures, but one other thing we did have was we had a we had a picture of the rules, like it's their JJP map of the rules. Mm-hmm. Now I looked at that and I was like, looks like there's a lot of stuff. But I, you know, when it just says a multi ball, we don't know if that's just super easy. Like I don't did that rule sheet because uh, once again, this is noon, and there are people like Tom that have literally like they have to have an answer within 30 minutes are you in or you're out and that's all we have is a few pictures a short one minute video you know tom had already decided he's out but i just feel like if you're right on that edge that initial release at noon didn't give me enough in my mind enough meat to feel like i could make a decision i don't did either of you guys react to that rule chart in a positive or negative way i i when i looked at it initially i was like wow there's three loops for this and like three ramps for that it it seemed pretty basic to me compared to compared to some of the other games like wonka or hobbit or um yeah like road trip multi-ball it's drop targets drop target to light all locks left loot left lock up repeat twice so it's like, oh, to get to that, does that mean it's like six shots? That's it? I mean, 
Uh, four shots. Be, that would oh, be a Travis shots. question. So Travis, yeah. <laughs> but you, when you looked at the rule, did you did you look at that and go, oh, or like positive or in a negative when you looked at that rule list? When I are you talking about when I saw the rule the map? Yeah, the, the map of the rules. Yep. I was like, wow, there's really not too much in this. It seems like. I mean, it's and that's not to say that it's coded bad or anything like that. Sure. It's just obviously not as deep as everything else, but. It harkens back to what we were talking about with GNR, that there seemed like that there was a bunch of stuff put into that game, but only one specific path to go to to really get big scores. So, you know, I understood what they were trying to do here by drawing it back a little bit, not uh -huh. to overwhelm people too much. And I got, you know, the gist that obviously based off all their promos again, that they were going very much after casuals and new new type players and that's and even kids, too. So, so that's what I'm saying. So based on the rule chart and just the layout alone, you had art, you could already tell. I told this Tom, this not, wasn't the pin for me. Yeah, I told him that yeah. I was just like, and I told you guys this too. I, yeah. I bought this knowing that I was going to chew through this game within 10 games. Yeah. Like I, I just knew looking at this that you could just tell because my whole thing is, and again, this isn't, this isn't saying, Oh, this rule set's horrible or anything like that. This is their decision that they made. And so this isn't geared toward high end tournaments. It's not geared towards players that enjoy wizard mode hunting on a regular basis. This is very much geared towards the players that aren't able to achieve that on not even a consistent basis, but hardly any basis at all. I mean, hell we've read different posts of people just now beating soul gym for the first time. And oh, they've wow, had, and, yeah. yeah. And they've had it for <laughs> nearly a year. So, I mean, Sometimes there's players out there that just they're not capable of getting far in the game, which is fine. Everybody has a different skill set. Talking about my people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. but that this rule set, depending on how you are, this rule set may speak to you because you can get through a lot of things very quickly. I mean, just like you talked about, the there's a so there's seven scenes in it, right? You got your road trip multi ball, your buzz quick multi ball, your crappy character rescue. Your carnival multi-ball. Forky rescue, yeah. Yeah, that a-hole right there. Carnival <laughs> multi-ball, super spinners, Duke Kaboom jump, and Bo Peep loops, right? Yeah. And so what was interesting to me when I saw this is that, and I think I told you this, Tom, that a lot of these modes don't seem like they are like the main game modes in a game. They almost seem like a couple of them are like your side quest yeah. that you have that you see on different games. You know, like Iron Maiden, one of the things is getting loops and building up like your pops and getting super, you know what I mean? Or yeah. the power jackpots and all that. That's the way this kind of came off, except your stuff that is normally side quest in other games happen to be your main scenes, your main modes in this game. So that's kind of what I was a little bit concerned about, but I will say the one thing that this, that this rule set doesn't show on this image is that the carnival modes are actually much more interesting than your scenes by far. They're, they're so much more interesting. And that's why it's almost like this chart just became inverted because huh. I, because I feel like the Duke kaboom jump, it just, it kind of happens. I won't say on its own because it's linked up to the uh, take a chance will or whatever that mystery will is right. The uh, Bo Peep loops, they do kind of happen on their own because you got to do them anyways. And they almost seem like a side thing. 
the Forky Rescue, the only way you're getting to that is by hitting the side targets, so stand-up targets a lot, and then activating it through a ramp, then a jump ramp, then into the scoop, right? It's a combo, so, yeah. Right, exactly. And then like your road trip multiball, that's the Bozo multiball on here. Yeah, it's considered one of the main scenes. So it's it's almost like with your carnival modes, the way that you get into those, you have to collect tickets, right? So so many tickets allows you to start a carnival mode, which in case has so many shots, depending on what level or what tier of difficulty that carnival mode is, right? And then that'll feed into your carnival multiball power-ups and all this and that. So it does kind of come together, but I find myself after playing this game a lot of times in the past week that I'm actually more drawn to the carnival modes than I am the main scene. And is there any, it, it seems like you, like how many carnival modes do you have to do just one to, to count for the one of seven things or well, so, no. So the carnival modes don't count towards your seven scenes. The carnival, no. So what the carnival modes do, if you complete it, right, and you collect a character associated with that particular mode, you end up getting a power-up for carnival multiball. And that's the only way you light your locks, too, is getting through your carnival modes. And so that ends up being a big part of the game. I mean, I've gotten scores just above 20, 25 million, ignoring everything in the game except for just doing the carnival modes. Because then everything else kind of happens along with it. Like you have to hit spinners anyways. You so have to hit 12? loops anyways. Is that you right? No, I think there's, yeah, I think there is 12. I think you're right. But the weird part about it is it doesn't seem like that there's any particular character associated with the certain modes when it comes to the carnival stuff and game to game, one that is like a tier three, most difficult. You have to have the most tickets to get. It's something like, 350, 400, or maybe it's 400, 500, somewhere around there could be a tier one mode your next game. So there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's, it's, that's, there's no, that's really there's nice no, for a novice though. Cause then you, you, then you have a chance to explore more modes. Right. But the problem is, is that all that it does is it just tones down the amount of shots that you have. Right. So oh. maybe the shots might go up, shots might go down, but then at the same time, the same character isn't associated with it. So I don't know if this is a bug in it or whatever. I had one time where three straight carnival modes I did had the same character collected. And I don't know if it, that was supposed to happen huh. or, or what happened with that. But yeah, it doesn't seem like it has any rhyme or reason in terms of something being associated with those modes. Well, so, yeah. you, so you might rescue Woody on Jetstream or you might rescue Woody with Ferris wheel or squirrel derby or something like that. So it's just, it seems yeah. random at this point. Well, we'll let's, we'll dive in more, but I, I, I am curious, it, it, you know, it's still considered early code, even though the game's fleshed out, but that's, that's a really good point. But so just to finish through with the reveal, you know, we've, we had the leaks, we had our previous knowledge. It's 12 o'clock. They released this. Then a few hours later, Zach and Greg was straight down the middle. Their little featurette comes out. And it's 20 plus minutes, I think. And it's it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's really cool to see them explain a lot more. And that's when they explained a few things. They explained one, you know, this was Disney. Disney wanted Toy Story 4. Two, you know, we kind of talked about this. Like, why is a little girl's head, Gabby Gabby, the bash toy? You know, like, 
Disney. Disney said they asked, "What what character do you have that you'd be okay with us hitting with a ball?" And they apparently immediately were like, "Gabby, Gabby." And I'm a thousand percent okay with that mech. Okay, that is probably my most favorite mech in all of pinball because I swear to God, I've picked up so many dolls in the past two years due to my twin daughters <laughs> just leaving them laying around. So uh, I don't mind just jamming a ball just, right into just, Gabby Gabby's face. Okay. I don't mind it at all. So that's good. So Gabby, that's very Gabby. very therapeutic, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Good. I I'm not there yet with my daughter, but may, I'll keep that in mind. But I I know um the feature to me what I I learned a lot from that. But one, I mean, Greg and Zach actually had really good footage of the shots and a little bit of gameplay. So things made sense. You know, that's the first time you actually really see the Duke Kaboom ball land and you get to see the platform and it's like okay, now I have a better visual understanding of this machine. But the real key was Pat Lawler. Pat Lawler actually talking about the game and when he said the words and we talked about this earlier where you know if we're going to spend all this time writing code that only three people in the world are going to see that's a waste of time and i remember hearing that and i'm like okay so this game is easier and then they went further and said we want this wizard mode is something that we feel most people should be able to achieve but the true players if you go through the whole game again then you're going to get to the second wizard mode that's the hard part. So I hear that and I'm like, well, I'm glad they're thinking of the better players, but it sounds like to get there, it's just a straight up rinse and repeat. I mean, I don't know, Travis, is that now that you've owned the game, is it like, okay, I can blow through the first wizard mode just quick. And then at least the second phase is harder. Or does it feel like straight chopping wood again, like straight up rinse, repeat to do it again. So what I discovered early on was that, Really, the only two scenes in the whole entire game that feel like you're absolutely chopping wood is the a-hole rescue scene. Forky Excuse rescue. Excuse me? Forky rescue. He he just oh, really oh. hates this fork. Yep. Fine. Fine. Forky uh, rescue. Tom perks up with a-hole uh, rescue. Uh. <laughs> and the Bo Peep super loops. So with Bo Peep, the only way that you can you can finish it quickly is if you get three consecutive interloop shots, right? Okay. So if you don't do that, I think you need like 12 or 15 or something like that. And I think you might even have to use the will to light the super loops early on. I think I, I forget exactly. I'm, I'm drawing a blank, but so, either way. So real quick, super loops, this is an upper flipper shot. It's an inner right. loop. And if you think, you know, like turtles has that, a, a Godzilla has that iron maiden has that, do you just real quick, do you have, would Walk you compare the feel of this shot to another? Like, is it a really good upper looper, easy to hit? Or I don't know. How would you describe that shot? Did his headphones just die? No, sorry. I had to grab a beer real quick. <laughs> well, so I start talking. You're like, oh, here's the time for me to get up. I still have my headphones <laughs> on. You usually talk longer and soft. I you was just asking a question. Before I could yeah, get my yeah. ass back from the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm back. So, Upper looper shot. How did it feel? I mean, it felt pretty good, to be honest with you. I was kind of worried about how that flipper would work because it's so small. Yeah, the right? mini flipper, yeah. But it makes sense because when you see the play field in person, you realize why it can't have a big flipper there. Okay. So it, it's actually, I mean, there's depending... no other shots. Yes, because there's no other shots. <laughs> That's right, Tom, because there's no other shots. That's a good one uh, and true. So anyways, so <laughs> Tom freaking just broke me right there. So you can hit the shots over and over and over again. Um, 
depending on how your pen's set up, you might be able to get three in a row. I think the most I've done is four or five. And I've heard from other people playing this game on location that sometimes the ball feed isn't as good there. So they have a hard time with the loops from time to time. Okay. Okay. Well, so you're, we we're talking about the grind. So you get through the first wizard boat. How different as a good player, you know, you're the good player. The second, the second phase is designed for you. How different is the second time through? Is it the same? Is it harder? I mean, all right. So I guess we're going to enter spoiler territory here. So to, I guess to put this in perspective, the one of the first times I absolutely blew up the game, I think I had like 74 million or something like that. And I ended up plunging and draining two balls in that too, because the game was just taking so damn long. So the problem is, is that even on default, you can blow through it pretty quickly if you know where the shots are and you find the shots, right? But once you get to the second phase, it's kind of just the same thing, just prolonged a little bit more. So just more shots. Just more of doing the same thing, just more of it is what it becomes. So, you know, I without giving away too much, because I think we would just flat out spoil the wizard mode, I know that I was expecting something super unique. I don't know about Tom. Were you expecting something super unique? The way that they were describing the wizard mode? Yeah. I mean, from the video, Pat Lawler said, like, oh, it's like awesome and never done before in pinball. Yeah. And so I played it and immediately I was like, huh, this is just like this mode. And I didn't I don't want to say it because I don't want to spoil anybody. But I think you guys know what I'm talking about because I, I think I told you guys what it was reminding me of. No, you I didn't. didn't. I don't did know. I not tell you? No. Nope. Can you can you edit this part out so I don't? Yeah, I'll can, bleep it. Okay, so it reminded me of. That's pretty much what this wizard mode is, and and we're back. back. All right, and so, we're back. So, so what he you... described was a a similar <laughs> mode in a recent modern game. Yep. Right. So it's not. I, I was just playing and I was like, okay, it's kind of like this. Cause I was expecting just something totally different. Um, and I was just thinking to myself while I was playing it, I'm like, this is just really familiar to me. So that being said, it's still fun to play once you get there. Sure. And yes, the different pathways when you're playing Woody or Buzz, they have different stages to them, like completely different, but it's still easy to get through. It's not, the wizard mode itself is not difficult. You are meant to beat this wizard mode. Okay. To get the fireworks. So to to what you said, so you ended up, you got this pin. I remember you texted the group. You said you got to the first wizard mode on your fourth game. You got to the fir first wizard mode on your fourth game. And then you completed the second wizard mode, the one that was designed for the high-end players. You completed that on your seventh game. Yeah, so and then you, we nearly got to it three times. So the you, same game. within less than 10 games, had actually already seen everything in the game. Everything in the game within 10 Yeah, months. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I've seen all the multi-balls. I've seen all the carnival modes. I've done the take a chance multi-ball, which yeah. is when you collect all the will awards. I think I got that two or three times in that game. I mean, there's... Now... That, that, that's just what happens. When you hit the shots, Joel, and the shots are wide open... Like, I think I'm not going to be the last one that's going to be saying this. No, if you get, it, if you get yeah. an above average player on this pin, they're going to chew it up a lot. 
So I mean, that's, they just are. Yeah, that's why I'm super curious because, I mean, you, like, I've owned turtles and I have gotten so, like, I am so far from getting Cowabunga. Like, Cowabunga is uh, something that seems almost unreachable to me. And yet, you've done it. Like, you've done it multiple times. I know there are plenty of other wizard modes in, you know, modern Sterns that you've gotten to. I mean, Tom is the same thing. You guys are top 25 players in the world. And I and I get that. I, I know. And they said that in this featurette where Zach and, Zach and Greg, like, it's very clear that this game was not designed for you at all so that's why i'm super curious of like is it even designed for me like is it designed for me and my skill level are you wanting to know if you'll get to the wizard mode joel do you think i will be able to get to the second wizard mode and beat it no do i no (laughs) (laughs) tom's got this covered the second wizard mode when when you say second wizard mode you're meaning the second time around the game that's what they're saying you have to do one whole what is it it's like you complete it all and you get what like woody's side and then you have to complete it all again and you get buzz's side or something like that i would very much say going through it a second time is probably it's easier to go through this twice than it is to get to run to the hills on iron maiden I've never had red. That's that's like the okay, best that I've gotten to. So when I had Stranger Things, there was a time where I did eleven modes. I got to one. I finished one mini wizard mode. So all I had was one mode to go, and then I had to do one Demogorgon, and then I would have be like got to the final wizard. That, that's mm. the furthest I've ever gotten in a game. Yeah, there's. I, I would say with this, it's not. You're gonna probably find more people getting through this twice in the same game compared to anybody getting to a stern wizard mode. It, it just, because basically you're just playing the same seven scenes again. Okay, yeah. And legitimately three of them are multi-balls. One of them's hitting a jump ramp. Another one's just hitting the woody spinner into the saucer and then just looping and just rinse and repeat. Well, how and, about this? Do you think I'll get to the first wizard mode the very first night I stream it? No. <laughs> the first wizard mode's made well, for novice players. Travis. Come on, Joel. We can't work miracles, okay? <laughs> Not even Jersey Jack can't even do that. <laughs> but, but I'll say this: uh, no. But here's the uh, thing: plunge the ball I into just, the wizard it, mode. Yeah, it just but makes here. me sad how little you waited on that. Do you think I'll no? Like just immediately. No. Well, here's why. I'll, I'll tell you why. And here's here's what I would make a suggestion to update the code on with this to make a subtle tweak to it. Because this one's going to drive you crazy, all right? So the Forky Rescue one, and yes, I'll go ahead and call it Forky Rescue. Well done. It basically, if you mess this up and you don't rescue him, then you got to start it all back over again. Oh, you got to hit combo. the targets it's again. It's a combo. It's, it's a combo. Yeah. So okay. I I personally think in the long run that it would be better for this mode to revert back to just keeping a ramp lit as soon as you have it lit. So even if you mess up, let people just do the ramp again and then do the jump ramp and then do the scoop instead of having to do the targets because it is a chore just to have to get all your forky targets and then hit a ramp and then, you know, do the combo. I would rather just see that combo stay consistently lit for people because that probably... Well, that's going to be the one big scene because you have to complete that scene. That's the only one out of the seven scenes that you absolutely have to do and finish. Everything else you can qualify, but you don't necessarily have to finish it. So, for so instance, it's, like it's left ramp, jump ramp, and then hit the scoop. Right. right. Okay. 
Yep. And then the second time it's right ramp, left ramp, jump ramp, scoop. So really it's but just... But you got you to complete four key targets first, though, to light rescue. So you hit your five targets, and then you hit the, the left ramp to start it. So really the only shot you're going to possibly miss is... Well, it's you either miss the jump ramp or you miss right. the scoop, right? I mean, so which right. of those two is the harder shot? Or you're saying they're all easy? I mean, if you're going to go by the hardest shot, it would be the scoop. But the scoop is very accessible. It's not like one of those scary ass scoops i've is been it, scared of in the past is it timed <laughs> like is it a hurry up it is once you finish your jump ramp okay so i mean well i mean i guess technically you could say everything's timed once you once you queue up the jump ramp if you miss it there's been a couple times i've recovered really quick and then still got it off before it went down but when it comes to forky i think it's if you hit any other switch it'll go off because i think there's been a couple times i bricked it came back to a flipper and then got it in there before the timer went off. Okay. So I'm sure there's like some timing mechanism or switch mechanism, but. But you don't yeah, have I mean, to like hit the targets and then like immediately hit the left ramp. No, it, okay. it'll light rescue it'll like on the ramp. So okay. it'll qualify. It yeah. And, right. And that's what I'm saying that I wish would just stay on. If you miss it, yeah. just let rescue stay on and then go back. Cause I got a feeling if you want this to be very accessible to casuals, I think that's going to be the one thing that's really going to going to trip people up i mean probably even yeah, the, the bow combo. peeps yeah that and the bow peep super loops i think those two things those stand out the most compared to the other scenes that are very wood choppy because even the super loops you still got to hit 15 times so travis game, so. should should those five four key targets should those have been drop drop targets in your mind thousand percent oh yeah do you I, think I hate there's a chance stand -up targets. do you think there's a chance that what they were and they pulled them out I mean, I'm sure at one point or another is thought of to have it. But then again, I mean, how many times has Pat Lawler put drop targets, targets in his game? We we have to go to our our historian Tom on that. There wasn't any in Wonka, was there? Like no. a bank of drop targets? Yeah. So there I'm is a to... there is a drop target in the game though. But it's, there is, it's, it's yeah, just at the left the side. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like it's. Lately, I mean, that's not what Lawler's been about. I mean, even on Dialed In, yeah, there wasn't it. I'm there trying wasn't to anything. think of a game yeah. where he uses drop target. To be honest, I mean, I mean, what Worldwind had yeah. the three. Yeah, I don't right? know. I I think everybody like I love drop target. Drop target, like that's one thing I know. Upgrading from the Deadpool Pro to Premium, I freaking love the drop targets. Like I love them. I just, they're more visual. I, they're more satisfying to hit. I know they're I'm more chaotic. I'm very disappointed that there's not drop targets in there because honestly, there is several different instances that you have to hit the targets, the forky targets at the side. And it's just, it's not a very satisfying shot. It's probably the least satisfying shot in the entire game. Aren't um in Star Wars, the force targets on the left, aren't those drops? Yep. And that's five. So that would be five yep. drop targets on the side of the but game. But that's Steve Ritchie. Yeah, King of Flow, and he wants he wants his, the ball to slow down with drops. Apparently, yeah, there you go. Yeah. So okay. So once once again, so the reveal comes out. The, the featurette comes out. To me, the featurette, what it provided me was it provided me. I finally was able to see the shots, but I was basically told in a in a polite manner like this this is going to be an easier game. Which which you guys are saying you had already figured out just by the pictures and what you'd see. So after you guys saw the featurette. Did your opinions of the game change? And then Travis, do you know whether or not were you already in on buying one? So basically Travis had to buy one because his kids wanted it. His wife wanted it. 
But do yeah, you guys it remember? Didn't matter. Zach, Zach and Greg could have shown like anything. They could have just shown a, a pile of dirty socks and we would have been forced in. to get it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> that being said, their video that they did, I thought that was really great. Oh, it was I, great. Yeah. I wish, I wish everybody out there would do something similar to that for their game reveal because regardless of what's said, I love hearing from the designer, their point of view. I love hearing from the coder or the software person, their point of view. I would love to hear from the artist. I mean, that's why I love the making of stuff that yeah. Stern puts out, but they I put it wish, out like six months late. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just, I wish stuff like that would be out at the very beginning. Like I want to hear from the designer, what they were thinking when they put into this, like that for me personally, that might sway me in terms of what I'd like to buy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it really would outside of theme and everything else. If I can hear what somebody's thinking of it, because it's the same way I I'm that way with movies. If I'm interested in a certain movie, I might look at some reviews, but I might even look at a interview with the director or the, the writer or the producer to see sure. what they they have to say about this project to see if I'd be more interested in it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm glad the video was done, but yeah, it, it's just one of those things that we were pretty much already locked into it. But yeah. I will say the GNR video was one of those that I really enjoyed the featurette on that. And that I told Monica, I'm like, you could tell that these people are passionate oh, yeah. about Slash what they're included. doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It and was... then Eric, and I mean, regardless of the way I felt about the game, it's like, I still respect it that they were all so passionate about it. I mean, and I'm glad to see people working in pinball that are passionate about stuff. So Tom, do you I mean, have any feelings like the, once you saw that featurette, did it, did it? Did I mean, it you, uh, you, well, that's the thing. You knew you were out. You knew right. you were out on a CE. Did you see it and go, oh, maybe I should have given it Tom, a shot? Did, or... did you like slam your headphones down and just go, oh, shit. I <laughs> up. No, yeah. not at all. Oh, you were, it, it like support. You felt better about your decision. Right? Yeah, I okay. actually did. <laughs> oh, no. What, what so, made you feel better about your decision? I don't know. I want to know. Just putting words in my mouth. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I. I think I know for the Did two you look of at you. That and you heard Ken Cromwell talking. You're like, I made the best decision ever. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. I just, I know you guys are such high players that the idea of owning a game. We're getting stoned. No, no. High, uh, whatever. Hey, Travis, what let's light up. You guys are such highly ranked players and your skill set is. Only is, if I'm nearly in dead last of the tournament, Tom. God. Then we're I, like, give me a beer right now. <laughs> I know the biggest fear that you guys could have in buying a new pin is it being too easy because it would well, just get super boring. And that's well, why, here's, I, yeah. Joel, the, the thing about it is, is that you can have different settings though. You can True. change the difficulty of a game. It's just okay. the key is, is trying, and this is the balance I'm trying to find right now at Toy Story, is trying not to make it too grindy to where certain things are enjoyable. Because other shots, like for instance, if you're hitting a left ramp, you may not mind hitting that seven times okay. compared to hitting a loop five times or compared to hitting a captive ball five times. You know, it's just finding the balance. And sometimes the software comes out to where the coder or whoever worked on it understands that balance from the very beginning and they nail it, you know, and then other times something seems way off balance to where you realize you can't do certain things on the game. So I mean, it, it's not so much about being too good for a machine because everybody has their different skill sets and their different different ways that they can play, like being highly accurate. I mean, hell, there's a video out there right now of Walt Wood 
hitting the kaboom ramp, what, like Like a thousand times? times, Yeah, yeah, like a thousand times in a row. And so there's different players that just, they play on such a high level. I mean, I guarantee there's players out there that don't play tournaments at all that probably play at a high level, Yeah, you know? And so again, I, I think that JJP knew exactly who they were marketing this game to. They were very precise on their message across the board. Like Ken Cromwell was all yeah. about that. Joe Katz was all about that. Pat Lawler was all about that. So they very much, they all knew what the message was and what this game was. And they were very clear about that. And after playing it, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what it is. What they say this game is, it pretty much is hitting the nail on the head. That's what it is. Nice. So yeah, that's what, okay. So the feature, it was well done, but then we fast forward a few more hours and this is, this is what surprised me is JJP released a recorded gameplay video. Like this is a streaming setup, top down view, like actual video of the gameplay. So instead of having to wait for a stream, who's going to stream this? How, how can we actually see it played? I want to see the flow. No, they had a recorded, finalized version. Like, it was great. I was super pumped to see that. Um, I don't know. Either of you, like, you guys saw it. <laughs> Big Woody approved. Great. So <laughs> what were your thoughts after seeing the actual gameplay? Tom, I'll let you go first. You're, you're talking about the Joe Katz The one? Joe Katz voiceover actual, like, th- did it shoot better than you I thought? Hit the worse? Shot I hit yeah. that shot. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Tom and, and, and I, I learned that. a house ball. Yeah, a house oh, ball yeah. can last. <laughs> Joe Katz set the record for the longest house yeah. ball ever in recorded history. It was yeah. amazing. Uh, no, I, God, I, I've only watched the video the the one time, and uh, I, I don't know. It was fine. I, I didn't have an issue with it. You were just so far out on this game, Tom, that you were like, okay, I'm just going to watch everything yeah. once. And I'm good. He Pretty was much. checked out. Yeah. Pretty yeah. This is like the exact like, opposite I'm, of Rush. I swear I, to God. He, <laughs> he got a comfy and he sat down yeah. in his basement. And he watched oh the Rush God. stuff like 24 hours straight. If you guys don't remember, I had, that's when I had COVID. Yeah. Oh, I remember because you were sending me the same link like five times <laughs> in the same day. Like, look at this. Look how awesome this is. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, clearly you cared about it. Like you were all, you were, you could oh, not yeah. have been more in on Rush. So it makes sense. But you had already made the decision. You're out on Wonka. Let's wait and see how it plays. I get it. No pressure. Just right. wait and Wonka, see how it plays. Toy Story. Yeah. Tom had already, or sorry, Travis had already sent sent his, you know, his routing info. Knew he had to buy this game and was, <laughs> I think, was thinking like, crap, am I going to hate this game? So when you looked at the gameplay video, Travis, what what popped into your head? Yeah, I was just like, okay, uh, we're going to beat this game in like five tries. It's just, I mean, again, this could be to the detriment or to the celebration of the game. The the shots are just so wide open that players are going to hit them. And the problem is, is that if you're playing a game of pinball, the inevitable is that the ball will drain and that the pin will fight back. The this pen does not give you any fight at all out of the box. I mean, the slings are like <laughs> limp noodles. They don't. The ball doesn't hardly go anywhere. I mean, for me, the flippers were the power's just fine at home. Like I haven't noticed. That, that's the one great thing about this pen at home. The flippers aren't mush at all. Like they're great. Now I did play the game on location, and I noticed immediately that the flippers just felt completely different. 
Tom. Oh, Tom. So that was, that was my big thing. Oh no. (laughs) No, Tom's not typing. Tom's just Tom. But no, I, I felt, I felt like that the, the shots are just wide open. That's the biggest thing about it. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That's what I remember watching the stream, the video of it. And it was like 11 minutes and it just seemed like, like Joe Katz was just kind of cruising through the game. And I was thinking like, are we about to see the wizard mode? Like, is it, I remember, you know, as our mentality of the game's changing as the day's going on, it's like, this is, this is actually a big, like an easy game, like an easier game. And then to actually see Joe Katz, like I did this, I did this, I did this. And then it was just like, he's on ball three, already got an extra ball. I feel like that kickback has gone off like eight times. It's just like, is he going to well, blow through this game in, that's on the, stream right here? Right. Well, that's the other thing, too, that I didn't get a chance to mention. So they have an unlimited kickback as one of the awards on the wheel. No way. Uh, way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. In uh, this game, too, legitimately, 80% of your drains will go on which side do you think, Joel? Left. left. The left side. That is correct. So <laughs> you put unlimited unlimited kickback on oh buddy (laughs) off to the races you go your ball is never draining i mean i swear it i looked at my audits and i am nine to one in terms of balls draining on the left compared to the right hand side i actually this this is one of the first games ever in which i guarantee you i drain more down the middle than i do on an out lane because still out of the pops it does sometimes come straight down the middle out of there so I mean, that unlimited kickback, it is so damn strong. And I think that in itself is what's the game breaker if you're doing this in a tournament. Because if you get unlimited kickback and you're going through all your multi-balls yeah, and you're progressing. Off. There has to be a tournament mode or competitive well, there, mode. There probably is. There probably is. But Have you, know, it's have just you one, put yeah. the game in tournament mode yet? Yep. Is it Stays there? on. It stays <laughs> on. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I... I mean, I've tried everything. I, I've taken post out. I've, I've taken rubbers off post out. I've, I've turned it on extra hard, which really didn't do anything except just prolong the game because everything's just more shots. Just more shots, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it just becomes ultra chopping wood. So I think there's got to be some balance there in terms of maybe toning down bow peep a little bit. Maybe, I don't know. I mean... Getting to the wizard mode, it's just, it's not difficult at all. And that's what they intended on happening, you know? Because it's like, how do you make Buzz quick multi-ball more difficult to get to? Because all it becomes is putting it in that saucer by the pops over and over and over again. So then you're just shooting pops and waiting for a bounce into that saucer. So you can't hit that saucer directly. It's a it's purely a luck-based I would say it's for the most part, it's luck based. I mean, you can kind of plan on it if you use your left flipper to shoot up there because you can still graze it off a pop and it sometimes will just go in pretty quick. I've done that a couple of times, but yeah, overall, it's just sending into the pops and hoping it goes in there. On a side note, I have become more and more of a fan of the less pops in a game, the better, personally. Like, I just. Oh, yeah, 100%. And this game has It's like my. Yeah, I don't. The only time I like a pop. More than anything, if it's close to the flipper. Like, I enjoyed it on Rick and Morty. Yep. I enjoyed it on Godzilla. TNA. So, yeah. Everything like that. I mean, to me, if you make use of a pop, it's just different than just placing it somewhere in the upper third of the play field. And just, I mean, if you bring the pops down like Aerosmith or Iron Maiden and you got to shoot through them, I like that too. Rush. But if they're just 
beat yeah, to Rush, it, Tom. Yeah, you're right. Rush does the same thing. So, <laughs> yep. yeah. so okay. Rush. So before before we have you, t- like, because Travis, I kind of want to hear more about the layout and all that. But so just to wrap up the actual reveal day, once again, I I personally do think JJP. There's there's a few things I would have done slightly different, but I'm nitpicking. Like I I just Whoa. JJP really does an extremely good job. <laughs> <laughs> JJP does what a, was that Tom? I don't know Tom, he's like Tom I'm gonna talks. nitpick and I'm like no. wow but I'm, wow. I'm nitpicking like I'm giving him a hard time milk like, toast Joel coming in with a nitpick <laughs> oh, salty Lord. Joel right. no I what I'm saying is the JJP their reveal they did an amazing job with the GNR reveal and then this one they've given like they just did such a great job you know they kind of trickled it out throughout the day I wish it kind of would have been all at once especially if I was in that position of having to decide whether or not I'm in or out on the game. But to give us all of that in one day was incredible. Like it was so good, you know, Stern, they do their teaser and then you get a short little featurette and you get some pictures and they have to wait a week for a stream. And sometimes the stream doesn't yeah. communicate things very well. And you got to wait for the video. topper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the making of I, videos I, six months later, like this well, was awesome. I will say this, that them showing gameplay in a controlled manner, that's what I much prefer, too. I think you get a better idea of how a game's going to be based off that more than what any reveal stream would do. 100%. Just just because of reveal stream, it's not that they're necessarily bad. It's just it's chaotic because it's live. You're counting on somebody showing off the shots and that if they start breaking shots early on, right, then... Everybody's kind of like, okay, what's what's going on here? You know, what's happening? And so a lot of times that can turn the tide on what people think about a pen, just simply seeing how it shoots from the very beginning. And sometimes maybe a game's not set up properly or maybe it's set up too hard or maybe it just has a player on there that this is their first time playing it. So, you know, that's that's why I liked how they did how JJP did their game reveal. That is a hundred percent. That's my absolute take. My main takeaway is like, this is awesome. This is how every game should be. You know, I, I just, to me, like the next Stern game, why not like Ray Day streams? Why not have him hop on this game and do a 10 minute tutorial, just like Joe Katz does hit the shots. And then if you guys want to get Jack Danger involved a week later and do a live stream or two days later, go for it. There's no harm in that, but like getting that actual gameplay footage in a controlled manner was incredible. Like I, that I wish or would hope that would become a standard thing on reveal day, but that's my opinion. Tom, you've, yeah, I know you've been quiet. I know you haven't touched the game. I don't know. Overall thoughts on the actual day or rap, you know, thoughts on your roller coaster <laughs> that you went on or just, you got off the ride really early. So, day. It yeah. was just another day, Joel. <laughs> just another day. Of <laughs> yeah. So I know you haven't played one yet. I haven't played one yet. I don't know. I think I'm going to stream one. I don't have any idea when I'm going to get one. But Travis, you've played the heck out of one. So I'm going to sit back. I'm going to shut up. You know, we're going to kind of wrap this up here. But uh, there, before we do uh, that, go ahead, Travis, go for it, man. I mean, what what were your, you know, how does it feel? Co- all that. I mean, you've kind of already Sweet. said some, but is this, this is Travis your, talks. Travis talks more. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Travis talks. He's hey, got, Tom, feel free got, to interrupt him whenever you want. He keeps talking yeah. a lot. Travis talks. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Oh, and by the way, my headphones uh, are about to go out. So I'm just letting perfect. you know. In case so I can't hear but, you guys. Yeah. 
Well, what all are you wanting to know? Like, I, well, I dude, mean, talk about the shots. I mean, you said they're all open. Was there right, any shot yeah. that surprised you? What about the iPad? Do you like the iPad? That kind of stuff. Well, you know, the iPad's interesting because obviously Lawler, he's gone through like this phase. Like, didn't he have a phone on dialed in? <laughs> yeah. And then he had like the mini TV Wonka vision, Willy Wonka. And now he has a full out iPad and I'm just waiting for his next game to have like a 75 inch projection screen <laughs> just on the whole thing. I can't wait for that. An iMac. An iMac. Yeah, it's well, going to Mac Studio. I can't wait. In the Eric's, game's just going to yeah. play itself. In Eric's two games, Eric, his minior, his two games, and he used the secondary monitor and Pirates to be a compass to kind of direct you towards what shot you need to hit. And then the secondary monitor at GNR is even more. It's very communicating what to do at any time. So do you feel, I don't know, I feel Eric uses the monitors in a very like useful way. Do you, I don't know, what's the iPad do? Is it just, is it helpful or what? Well, like the iPad, I can check my email on, <laughs> I can text message people, I check Discord. Well, you can play pinball on it. There's a virtual pinball <laughs> mode. Yeah. So, I mean, so when you first get the game, you look at it, you're just like, holy shit, this thing's huge. <laughs> you know, it, it it does. It takes up a huge part of the real estate. But as Tom you play it, yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> as you play <laughs> it more and more, you're just like, okay, this makes sense what they have. I much prefer the iPad version of this than the little iPod monitor in the back, like on GNR. Oh, okay. So I much prefer that. It's It's one of those things where you can tell what's going on a lot easier because your eyes it's just easier to read that real quick while the chaos is going on or if you get trapped up real quick you know what to look at um you know it, it's very good about that now in terms of the tiki multi-ball yeah it's it's fun playing that little tiki party em game up top but then once you get into the multi-ball that I can't handle the game sound for that mode. Huh. I mean, it it's like up there with Meteor for me in terms of being that bad. I don't know what happened with it because it almost sounds like a casino with like the most terrible tiki band playing in the background. I I have no <laughs> idea how to describe this. I wish I could, but you guys will just have to play it for yourself. But it just felt so disjointed from everything else in terms of how the sound and the call outs go and everything. But um no, the the iPad thing, it it makes sense for I guess seeing what happens in the gameplay, but I don't know, maybe I haven't watched Toy Story 4 enough. I don't know if it has anything to do with the actual theme no. of Toy Story 4. I mean, it just it kind of seems if you look at it from a theme standpoint, it kind of seems like just out and left field for it to be there all of a sudden, but maybe there was an iPad or something and Toy Story 4? I don't remember. You're the you one remember seen Joel? it one and a half times. But no, I, I, I think it's just a, a, something to draw, care, you know, draw people in. Um, yeah. So what, what's going to draw people in more? Putting an iPad on a screen or uh, a Mecha Godzilla turntable? I don't know. Whoa. I don't, I, I don't know. But I, don't I mean, know. I, I will say. You throw a at Elwin? No, if your market, if the market <laughs> is, if the market is <laughs> children, if the market is children and novice, I would assume they relate to a, an iPad a whole lot oh more. Oh my than God! They did you just feel that earthquake, Tom? Did you just feel that? Oh, he's never going on your show ever again, Joel. <laughs> I, 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 for the record, cannot wait to actually own a Godzilla Premium. So, no. All right. But 
So Keith, Travis, what Keith what? for the record, <laughs> for the record, Keith, only Tom and I own a Godzilla. That is I correct. Can't, I'm I waiting have the on LA. mine. I know. I'm waiting on one. But any, so Travis, what what about this? There are people, okay. like I said, Hub Challenge streamed it for like seven hours. Yep. And what are from good idea. Let's pivot real quick. No, Let's don't piss off Keith I'm anymore. Moving the right. conversation forward. <laughs> no, all right. right. Let's go. I Let's know go. Tom's got a bedtime and we need to make we need to respect it. So what what it's are what's sleepy. something <laughs> what is something that being that you own the game, what is something that right. a lot of people aren't gonna get or see or feel from the videos that are out there right now? That they're not gonna see? Um well the jump ramp is fun to hit. Okay. Uh, you're, obviously your flipper has to be powered up to do it. And I think that there is software put into the game in which your left flipper powers up pretty quick. So hitting the jump ramp at home is fun. When I try to hit it on location, the ball barely cleared the wire form. So I would say if you're playing this on location and that happens, keep in mind, it is Tom is it, shocked. Tom. He is, <laughs> he is shocked. Keep in mind. Well, here's the weird part guys at home. Right. I'm actually afraid of the ball like going through the pinball machine after it hits the jump ramp. That sucker just flies. I'd be scared of that thing hitting the uh, iPad on the left hand side. (laughs) Well, it actually it never goes over there. Like even if I have any if I have any rejects, (laughs) I mean, maybe that promo video of the ramp being like tilted to the left. It might accidentally go over there. But your kid's chin flipping. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it, I mean, overall, it, you know, it's, I, I think the jump ramp is cool. Um, the Gabby Gabby mech overall, I mean, it's kind of like a take it or leave it type thing. Cause it's, it's weird. Cause it has like no give or anything like that. Like you hit it, you're not even sure if it registered or not outside of like the face, just going back down to the play field pretty quick. Um, there's really no sound that I can hear that indicates it's been hit huh. or anything like that. It just um, drops. Yeah. It just drops. Yeah. It just shows up and then it just drops. So, and it shows up in an area of the play field that it's easy to hit, you know, but uh, that being said, I really love the shot from the left flipper from a cradle through the woody spinner into the saucer and then the upper spinner or the upper flipper. That shot's pretty smooth. It kind of reminds me of like a nearly like a reverse earthquake or earth, earthquake, earth shaker. Yeah. 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 It, it kind of reminds me of that, but. Yeah, overall, I mean, that's about it in terms of combos. Yeah, there's combos in there, but it there's nothing in the game that I can tell that's really combo driven. Like some of your other games from Stern are, it just seems like that there are combos there, but it doesn't seem like that they do much besides just being there right now. So I don't know if there's more code coming along with that or what it could be. So... Okay, so my last two questions are, I, I think one of the things that, that was said in our chat was, is this JJP's Monsters? Like, is this the game that was purposely shallow or purposely made for novice players? It shoots well. It looks great. Like, is You want this, me to answer that? Yeah. Is this JJP's Monsters? Yes. No, Pat Lawler and Joe Katz were completely lying. It, that, <laughs> they, they didn't mean anything they said in the promo at all. So yes, yes, Joel. Yes, yes Joel. It is. Yes. But do you think? I mean, is this something that could be? I don't, I'm not going to say salvaged, but like, could code or code changes make this game like more enjoyable for you or deeper? Joel, like, I'm going to blow your mind right now. Oh, I'm ready. What if Stern's Monsters is actually Stern's Toy Story Four? What is what a 
dumb. Why? <laughs> My mind is not blown. I am. You asked me if Toy Story 4 no, was JJP's I, monsters. But, I'm saying, what if Stern's monsters oh, is their okay. Toy Story 4? Uh, Let me hold your hand through this analogy, Joel. <laughs> oh, please do. Can't wait. <laughs> no, that's it. That's everything. That you, oh, you thing. held it? That was a whole... Okay. <laughs> that was it. What, no, what I'm saying is, like, is this a game... Or So, obviously, Joe Katz, he did Wonka 2.0, and it, like, kind right. of really brought new breath or breathed new life into the game. I mean, it, it, they sold $30 million worth of pins. I yeah, mean, they did their job. More, they yeah, did, how much yeah. more did they need to do? And they will so, sell more, yeah. Right. This is exactly what they wanted to do. This isn't... When you put out certain themes, right? Mm-hmm. And Toy Story happens to be one of those themes. It is a massive IP. I mean, it's probably worth over a billion dollars per year from what everybody puts into it. I mean, Marvel's up there. Star Wars is up there. Toy Story, I'm not going to say that they're on the level of Star Wars, but Toy Story very much is part of just America. You know, it's part of <laughs> Disney. It's Huge. Woody's got the flag out. Holy crap, yeah. (laughs) What do you think of Eagles, Mullets, uh, Hot Dogs, Toy Story? Welcome to America. Sorry, the Australian. Team America. This game sold terrible in Australia. That's that's what it is, though. I mean, they have Toy Story land at Disney World. That's I mean, that's what everybody associates (laughs) Toy Story. So it's it's part of American culture, is what I'm trying to say. And it's been a part of it for nearly 30 years. The Why do we have g- this guy, Tom? God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> He's been trying to leave since yeah. we started. Yeah, America. No, yeah, okay, I ha- it's huge. I, yeah, I get it. It's a huge <laughs> It's fair. a huge thing. They sold, I mean, yes, they sold all the LEs. They were all pre-sold in the hundred. my tryout right now for Tom is going pretty well with Poor Man's Podcast? <laughs> no, you're going to realize. take you. Yeah, I think they would. So the CEs sold out on JJP's site in two minutes. Like it did its job. They sold a ton of them. They will sell a ton of them. So I I don't think that they're sitting there thinking, oh, how can we fix this code right now? I mean, it's doing everything that they want it to do. I mean, they fully expect it. I guarantee there's no way that they put this out and that they didn't think high end players would get through this game or that even Joe Schmo would not get through this game. That was their goal. Well, apparently, for, I'm not Joe Schmo because I won't get through it. Yeah, I'll tell you. I, okay, I'll tell you what, Joel. <laughs> tell you, we got to make some type of wager here. No, for you I don't know. I have no support boat. from you two. I don't care if I get it. Then yeah, sorry, Joel, you think hey, so little of me. The bottom line is, <laughs> Joel is, is Pat, three of, Pat, Pat hey, my head, please. Yes, the three <laughs> of when us. When you see me in person, <laughs> reach up because I'm taller than both of you, Joel, and pat my head. Yeah, the three of us were involved in pinball competitions <laughs> the past couple of weeks. Tom and I won our tournaments. Yeah, what yeah. did you do on yours? Hey, I, I lost. I lost three to seven. But I, I, I won. Okay. <laughs> what place did you take, though? Second out of two. I know. <laughs> that's, that's excellent, though. <laughs> second, that's you got a, second yeah. place. Last place. I got last place, Travis. Yes. first or last. Yeah, Joel, you got second place. That's all anybody yes, needs to know about what this. People want to know. There, I did a head-to-head battle against George. Don't panic, flip. It's on the Pinball Network. Feel free to watch the video. It was great. It was a head-to-head battle on Turtles, and we did. How many games did you win? Three out of seven. Three out of seven. So you just yeah, lost. Sorry, three out of ten. Three out of ten. Three out of ten. Oh god, that's thirty percent efficient. That sounds more like the hey, Joel we it. know. I'll take it. Hey, I had a great time. All the right. The question is, you're... how do we get George Fisher in here? 
Uh, that's you know, a good question. Ask him. I don't know. <laughs> can, we, but, can we get Joel? Yeah, we need to get winners on this podcast. You're right, Tom. You know, <laughs> guys, what are we doing? if you didn't realize, the reason this podcast works is because the three of us aren't the same. If it was the three of you guys talking about how great it is to win competitions. Joel, I, I can't I'm hear just, you. I'm justifying my role here. Okay? I can't hear you. I'm holding all my Oklahoma state yeah. championship trophies <laughs> okay jeez well on this note i think it's a great time to wrap it up do you have any final do you have any final thought tom we'll we start with tom you. talks don't do final final thoughts you gotta Fine. do tom we'll, talks we'll just oh, we'll just God. uh you're we'll, gonna piss off the people yeah 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 we'll jump right into it here we go yeah let's go tom talks he's got something to say tom talks he's got nothing to say tom talks tom talks i got i got nothing Tom, you've you've had some great insight on why you didn't buy Toy Story. Yes. You've sat here, you know, you've been a professional. You look great. You sound Thanks. great when you talk. But I know you're ready for bed. So yes. what, you know, fill us in. What's going on in that big old noggin of yours? I'm actually really tired. <laughs> Do you have anything, any these, final thoughts these, on the last guys, hour and 58 minutes? These guys have hijacked me. I am being held <laughs> <laughs> it's a cry for help is what i'm hearing yes. yeah i'm handcuffed to the chair i just See, want, i just want joel, to go to bed hey joel i'm just trying to go to another podcast tom is actually talking about being yeah. handcuffed to the chair tom tell us tell us what you're uh when you're when you told your wife tonight you had to record a podcast what did she say she goes is it with travis and that other guy Yes, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad that other guy. I'm that other guy in the craft household. That's the best way to end, right there. Yeah. In that other guy. Yeah. Sorry. Anything else before I hit the outro button here, Tom? Uh, no, I'm good. I think. Tom talked. He had something to say. Tom talked. He had nothing to say. Tom talked. Tom talked. I got. I got nothing. Well, Tom, like always, I, I appreciate am, you being here. I am really <laughs> tired, though. I know that. Hey, I saw you chugging that that uh, Diet Mountain Dew earlier, but apparently it wasn't. Yeah, I, you know. I've been nursing that for the last four hours. <laughs> that <laughs> and, uh, trying to stay yeah. awake. Yeah, <laughs> drinking that for four hours. That's straight? a warm, well, flat Diet Mountain yeah, Dew, man. It's pretty flat. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's clear. I mean. I get it. When you're in on a pen, you are in. And I just, I think you're clearly a wait and see with Toy Story. And when you are out, soon. you are out. When you are out, you are out. <laughs> Travis, I, do you have any? Okay. Oh, I got, no, I, 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 I'll play it this week. Sure. At, yeah. at Lumberjack we'll Johnny's. There we go. We'll talk about it next time you're on. Travis, does, do you have any final thoughts on, uh, on, your experience with i mean first i mean do the kids still love it is monica happy uh, was hey, it, are I, you are you glad you were dad of the year for buying i would say this this game set out to involve kids family and all that and it has succeeded beyond like i i've seen my kids play this game more than any other game in the past they're hooked on it they're actually playing together which is just oh. shocking to me and they're actually going off and playing the other pinball machines around so what? There's something to that. So, I mean, I got to say for everything, I'm I'm happy with what the game is doing. And if it's introducing my kids and family and making pinball more accessible to them, I'm all for it. So oh, hats off. Shoot. Hats off to Jersey Jack Pinball. So, hey, that's 
and that's that's where I am. I I, I once again I I'm, I am in an unfortunate position. I you know thank you to Zach and Nicole for letting me borrow uh, at flipping out for letting me borrow games. Hopefully I'll have a chance to stream one soon. But hey, this game may this game may be awesome for me. I mean I it may be that you know you guys have expressed your opinion on my skill level. So this may be right up my alley on challenging enough. And uh, I don't know. I'll be curious if you're saying your kids are really enjoying it. I'll be really curious to see how my kids react or how my friends enjoy it. And honestly, we'll Joel, see. I think I think for any pinball machine out there, I think this one will tick the most boxes for you. Because if you want friends and family to be drawn into something, this may do it. This is it. The, the, I'm, where I'm going to struggle though is I mean the, 12, the kid twelve thousand dollars. Oh if, yeah, if yeah. M- my bank account hates me right now because guess what I have sitting out there right right beyond this little door next to me. You guys can't see. Didn't you get a Godzilla premium? Godzilla premium. Uh, so. Hey, if the kids get their pin, daddy gets his pin. That's how this works. <laughs> it was Father's Day for God's sakes. It was. <laughs> All right, Big Papa out. Love you guys. Wait. Oh, no plug. Oh yeah, you don't have anything to plug, anyways. So. I have zero to plug. I'm just going to get another beer. Tom and Joel, <laughs> you guys plug away. Well, well, Travis is gone. Just like he came, he came late. He's leaving early. So yeah, pretty uh, much. Well, it's giggity. Giggity. All right, Tom. You have any plugs? Plug away, man. Yeah, uh, I stream on Fox City's Pinball a lot of tournaments. Uh, a couple in July coming up. A big one at District 82 in August. So. Uh, Looking forward to it. Yeah, and it sounds like you, the both of you, uh, just signed up for Cleepin, Cleepin in yes in uh, September. So, oh, yeah. are you going to go to that? Believe it or not, I've already expressed it. I and, oh, and I think yeah. there's a possibility. There's a possibility. Are you going to play in the tournament with us? Well, I have no idea. I didn't even. Is your about mom going to give you permission to okay, go? Okay, you come on. What I so I talked to my wife about it, and our ten <laughs> year anniversary is in October. So she goes, "Well, if you plan a ten year anniversary trip first, then you can it do can your pinball go. trip." <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh ultimatum. Okay, all right, yeah, got it. Does that say, mean hey, you can't you go, go to Expo? Oh. I can't. I've told you, I can't go to Expo because go. that's during my family vacation. Uh, that's why he's coming to Cleveland. Yeah. For the love of Christ, it's, I'm not to, excited about it. All you right? need to make Joel just come to Super Series, and he can announce the well, that's whole the other entire thing. time. That's the other that's thing. True. It's if if I try to fit in one, you know, if I try to fit in another one, Super Series can be a good time. Super, so Cleveland would probably be we'll your see. best bet. We'll see. Because you actually get to do different stuff. And I can drive, That's right? True. Like, it's super close. But I mean, I don't know your driving ability, but I'm God. pretty sure you could if you wanted to. <laughs> well, I can't wait for the I mean, two of you, you to... Will your golf cart make it all the I way to Cleveland? I don't have a golf cart. God, all right. <laughs> Well, that's all I've got. My my final plugs. Uh, yes, I stream every Wednesday night, ten to midnight Eastern Standard Time for the Pinball Network. Check that out, and then every other Thursday for flipping out. So check we want to rematch, George. We want to rematch. We're going to train up Joel. You're going to play four you're games. You're going to play Travis on Toy Story. Damn it! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, like always. Tom. We'll fight for your honor, Joel. <laughs> I don't. I'm I'm good. My honor's intact. I'm I'm good. I had a great time. It was great. You see that tear coming down, Tom? I do. I believe it or not, guys, I can enjoy pinball without winning. You know that, and that's what a loser <laughs> yeah, will say. That's what obviously. A, that's what a loser. <laughs> 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 that sounds like a real loser comment, but I'm going to stick to it. Oh Lord, Tom, you got the last words. Mm, we are the in crowd.
What? I, uh, wh- sorry, I, I'll cut that out. <laughs> wow, that was his last no, word. I know, I'm cutting right, it out. Let's do it again. No, don't cut it out. Don't We're cut it out. Again. We're, We're doing it again. Crowd? We're doing it live. Ta- okay, <laughs> go again. What's that mean, Tom? I want to know what that means. What's that mean? What's that mean? Yeah. yeah. Is just, that a Rush lyric? No, it's it's a band. What band? Oh, the We are the in crowd. That's the name of the band. Okay, from okay. the top. We so, want to get out of the cell. So that's already in, and we're going to have him say the exact same word again? No, he can or, say whatever he okay, wants Tom, to now. Tom, say oh. whatever you want. It, we will not react. All right, ready, go. We are the in crowd. <laughs>